We're back. Cap Club Ambition Podcast. We are here. Episode 57. Woo! That's crazy. Hey. Got the Chub Corner. Full chub. effect. What's good? What's we good, full chubbing. We chubbing. Big chub. chubs today. Hope got everybody's our, doing well. Got the little wheezy in the, in the cut. Little yeah. wheezy. And little it's getting, right here. And it's getting cold, so you know how that shit go. Yeah. You know how that shit go. Um, yeah, man. Let's get to it. Uh, during the podcast, you're going to see... A moment we're gonna have with a Rhode Island rabbi. He's gonna he accepted the invite and he's gonna step into the podcast, the studio, and uh break some stuff down for us. Cap C A podcast, Club Ambition Podcast, a number one podcast in Rhode Island. So I did the due diligence of getting, you know, a representative from Rhode Island that has more of a actual, you know, knowledgeable and a believer of this topic and this religion and this, you know, discussion has been happening online, especially with our generation. I feel like people in like their 20, mid 20s and below um, have had a huge opinion on the situations that have been going on with anti-Semitism and celebrities, specifically Kyrie recently and obviously the most notable Kanye West. Mm-hmm. But instead of Googling some stuff, I wanted to have someone, <laughs> you know, that can speak on it better than I can because I feel like I'm going to come from it. From an ignorance type of uh, level because I don't know. Yeah. So someone that does know, and I reached out to a couple uh, local rabbis, and we have the gentleman sitting to the right of me. And feel free, introduce yourself to the people, and like how you kind of told me off camera who you are and what you actually do, what's your titles. Sure, sure. And thank you so much. I feel like the first thing with, with any kind of hatred is just getting to know people and hearing from people firsthand. And so 100%. I feel like you're already part of the... Part of the solution. So thank you uh, to, and to all the, all the people uh, watching and listening. Um, my name is Barry Dollinger. I'm the president of the Board of Rabbis of Greater Rhode Island. I have no idea what the hell Greater Rhode Island is, <laughs> but uh, there's a group of rabbis in Rhode Island and we elect presidents. And so I'm in, in kind of in that role right now. I also have a congregation, Congregation Beth Shalom. Uh, in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, it's an Orthodox congregation, so there are different kinds of Jewish congregations. We're the kind of open end of the strictest group of Jewish observance. And I have a couple other side hustles <laughs> <laughs> that I like to do in my spare time. Wow, okay. So so uh, once one question I'll start is, does it matter how you are like um introduced like if i refer to you as barry or does it have to be rabbi barry doesn't matter i like all? my name you could call me barry if Barry's you want. I feel fine. Like yeah so barry and how old are you barry because you look you're definitely young especially compared to i don't know again coming from an ignorant standpoint one what one would assume to be a rabbi you might seem them as someone older online especially you kind of see that like a stereotypical but you seem relatively young yeah i age? look younger than i am I'm, i mean i'm 37 37 okay you uh, look 29 yeah yeah it's good it'll be good <laughs> you look 29 Barry. i still get carded a lot of times <laughs> when i go oh, out wow, damn. <laughs> i wouldn't be shocked we've gotten carded at certain bars and stuff you never know yeah so when it comes to barry so you are a rabbi i'm a rabbi so when it comes to just the, let's break it down from the foundation of being Jewish and Judaism. What is being Jewish? What is the definition of being Jewish? That is such a good question. My my three-year-old daughter asked me the same thing the other day. You know, like, so how are you Jewish exactly? Yeah. So traditionally, you're Jewish in one of two ways. Either your mother is Jewish, and if your mother is Jewish, and there are different thoughts about why your mother, but... One obvious reason is you can always tell who someone's mother is. You can't always tell who someone's father is. Yeah. If your mother is Jewish, you're Jewish. 
And also you can choose to be Jewish. Uh, people call that sometimes conversion or like the more modern lingo, which is a little more politically correct, is a Jew by choice. Mm. So, um, you know, someone would go through a process of conversion where they would, you know, depending on the movement, we have different denominations, so different requirements, but you basically do some kind of study and learning and, and take on. And a lot of people choose to be Jewish if they get romantically involved with someone who's Jewish mm. and that's important to them. That's probably the most common way. Okay. That happens. And then by definition, being Jewish, what is the belief of someone who is Jewish as it pertains? Because me personally, my family, we grew up, uh, my family definitely majorly were Catholic with a lot of um, Christian beliefs. But we definitely, especially in my early age, I remember partaking in Catholicism, the whole process of being Catholic. And I know when it comes to that you know, what it pertains to in my beliefs. But when it comes to someone of your nature or let's say some a kid growing up being Jewish, what is that process and what are their beliefs? Yeah, so it's really, I, I so appreciate even having this conversation because I feel like a lot of times we're just a little different. First thing I want to say is being Jewish isn't necessarily like just a religion. So a lot of times people think, oh, Jewish, religion. Yeah. Uh, but like for most of our history, not really now per se, like now I'm whatever, white, white passing. But for most of our history, we were considered a race. Like Hitler considered us a race and other people in Europe usually considered Jews a kind of a race, even though we don't look like, like we, I look like any other white guy. But yeah, but we were kind of considered our own. And so that came with religion. We had religion. We have certain religious beliefs. I'll tell you about those in a minute. Yeah. But it also came with... Um, like a certain status. So and like most of Europe, we we didn't have rights as citizens. We weren't citizens of where we were. We had this like semi-autonomous status. We were our own group. We governed ourselves. We'd have to pay like taxes to the government to run our own communities. We were kind of different. They told us we couldn't do certain jobs. So most places we couldn't own land. Um, so we lended money. That was the thing we were allowed to do. So like you get Jews in financial industries, not because we control the world, like Kanye or other people want to say, because historically we were prohibited from doing most jobs, yeah, but that was viewed as, yeah, yeah that was like, this was viewed as a job that wasn't so respectful or so dignified, but we were allowed to do it. So Jews in a lot of places like Poland, um, where there were a lot of Jews after like 15, 1600 on would specialize in, in those kind of jobs or like whiskey distilleries, did a lot of that, different things that... Mm -hmm that we did. So I guess the first thing is Judaism isn't only a religion. It's like, we're like a culture yeah. or like a people um, of which religion is an important part of that. And for like Orthodox Jews, like myself, where we believe strictly, it's maybe a bigger part, even um, big thing we believe in, right? Like one God, what does that mean? Huge debates. So like, yeah. I mean, like in Catholicism or like Christianity, the huge debates about everything. Uh, these days I'm into the more mystical idea of one God, meaning like it's not some abstract idea. It means like the same life force that caused me to be here causes you to be there, causes the plant to be, like, everything is a product or a manifestation of yeah. one one thing. And so we have not something. this plant though, Barry. It's a fake plant. Well, so. even the fake plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, that's true. Yeah, I mean, a man made this. That's true. Right, so, and yeah. it, but it's here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's and true. like, and if that one God weren't here, this plant, wouldn't be here. And so Correct, yeah. with that then comes certain responsibilities that that I have, that you have, that we have to each other. We have to, even if we're different. So that's one big idea 
maybe another major idea is that everyone's creating the image of God. Mm-hmm. Every human being has dignity. Um, I would say even more than like beliefs, though, we have certain controlling like myths or stories. So the Exodus from Egypt, which is kind of our foundational story, right? We were slaves in Egypt and then we were free, but we were only free to learn a kind of responsibility or maturity that involved compassion and justice. Um, so, you know, you get a lot of Jewish people involved in different social justice causes for a long time. It's like part of the culture is just like we used to have it rough and throughout most of Jewish history that was reiterated. Spanish Inquisition, you know, millions of Jews are killed or forced to convert. Holocaust and everywhere in between, you know, there's a lot of like violence against us in our history. And so that's like we carry that. Sometimes yeah. it's not good to carry that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. that leads people to be, you know, we could, we could talk about that manifest fear and then and it can become its own kind of violence. I but mean, yeah. but it's yeah. not something you can just get away from. Like it, it, you have to know your history. and Yeah, and our history, we're like a very history dense people, I will say. Like, you know, we've been been around for about 3,000 years or so as a group. And so we really, uh, <laughs> we, carry, <laughs> we carry it with us, the good, the bad. Yeah. yeah. And day to day, when it comes to your your beliefs and your practices, mm. what is is there any sort of um, set routine or sort of yeah. like a pattern that one who is a you know Jewish person or let's say yourself an Orthodox Jew, you from sunrise to sunset, you follow this sort of routine on a daily basis? Yeah. So Orthodox Judaism, I would say, like we're like in some ways the smallest group of the most visible. But we have a pretty strict routine. So that's such a good question. How do you ask all the right questions? I don't know. I swear to God, I didn't write these down. It was off the top. Yeah. I swear to God. God. Yes. So it's actually like um, the regulation of the day. And like, so we have law still, right? And it's probably different than a lot of other religions. Islam is a little bit like that too, with kind of a lot of laws and regulations. So we have three daily prayers, four on the Sabbath, which is Saturday. Um, so, So there's a prayer at like sunrise. You know, practically that's like, about a 45-minute prayer, 30, 45-minute prayer. Um, sometimes people do that in a synagogue or sometimes on their own. Sometimes they don't do it at all, but they should. Um, and there's an afternoon prayer uh, and a nighttime prayer. So the afternoon prayer can happen anytime afternoon before sunset, the nighttime prayer. A lot of times, functionally, what happens is you do prayer right around sunset. So you do the afternoon prayer, the sunsets, you do the nighttime prayer. So that's like another 15 minutes each. Wow. So that there's that. Uh, Torah study, study of the Hebrew Bible and the rabbinic commentaries on it. It's pretty broad. It's not just the Bible. It's like we have 3,000 years of books and commentaries and teachings. So any of that um, is a really important part of the culture. And so people read on their own, but there's also something called chavruta, where people study in pairs or small groups. So it's like a common thing. Someone might go to their friend and say, do you want to have a chavruta? Do you want to, it means friendship, literally. But you form your friendship over studying a text. And so people will read it out loud, debate it, discuss it. How does it apply to my life? I don't know if that's really how I could be a better person. I, I disagree. I agree. And people will kind of like, and they're different yeah. genres, you know, mm-hmm. of teaching. And it's it's open to disagreement. Like people can have their own like side to certain things. Yeah, like, wow. yeah. So one of the great teachings of the Talmud, there are these two famous schools. So the Talmud is like our oral tradition. So we believe there's this great oral tradition that comes with the Bible about how to interpret it. And so there were 
two famous schools, the school of Hillel, which was lenient, and Shammai was more strict. And they're having all these debates, um, and at one point the Talmud just kind of says, these and those um, are uh, you know, the words of the living God. So there's this idea that like, it's not necessarily about being right. Mm-hmm. It's about being authentic, mm-hmm. genuine, and engaged in a serious process. You know, so we really value like, no, what is the other person saying? Yeah. And not trying to like shout them down, but respond to their point. Maybe they have a point. And try, like, so the Talmud will basically, someone ask a question, someone else will ask a question, they'll modify their question. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's what we don't have in our culture. Yeah which is like people don't listen. Mm-hmm. So the Talmud is all like a debate where people do listen and it keeps, what if you tried to ask the next best question? That's like the, wow. yeah. Wow. And then moving on to the main uh, topic, the word that's trending all the time. Now it seems like the actual act, the actual definition in your terms, being someone that is Jewish, Orthodox Jew, a rabbi, Anti-Semitism. What is anti-Semitism? Man, you break it down. Yeah. Um, I realize there are two practices. Is there okay if I highlight two practices? Yeah. Other two big practices people should know about, Shabbat or the okay, Sabbath. Yeah, I've, heard of, I've heard of this, or but I never knew what it was. Yeah. And Kashrut, kosher. So Shabbat is basically on Friday night sundown to Saturday night sundown. People don't drive, don't use electricity, uh, like wow. festive meals, community, big prayer, family. But it's kind of like a little retreat in time. Um, wow. both from technology and also just like for introspection and rest. And then kosher, we have a special set of dietary laws that people follow. Yeah, I've, heard, I've seen that. Like a lot of meals, a lot of people, they have like kosher, kosher. items in the, in the grocery stores, options. A lot of people, some people eat kosher without, I guess, necessarily even believing in um the religion, but just to, I guess, as a diet. Yeah, some people are into it. Yeah. For whatever reasons. <laughs> I bet if you'd ask a lot of us, say like, if I didn't have to, I wouldn't. But yeah. <laughs> it's not as delicious. There's no delicious um, uh, kosher uh, food trucks or nothing out here. The, so there are actually. So I actually run a kosher food certification. So we like, we certify wow. a lot of restaurants, uh, Plant City, Garden Grill, Pianta on Federal, a lot of different places. Um, wow. We've been working. Very important. Yeah. I, this is amazing. I think... Uh, I didn't. I didn't know that. No, we're definitely gonna lighthousekosher.org. You can check out all the kosher Lighthouse restaurants. Kosher, that's, that's the name of the organ. Or, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. We definitely gotta stay in touch after this, even going further. But then, yeah, going back to the the yeah. word that's trending. Everyone's talking about it, throwing it around without even knowing what it really is. Coming from a rabbi yourself, someone that is Jewish, what is anti-Semitism? Yeah. So people don't understand. There's a history. It started with anti-Judaism, which was like for a long time. Uh, different, mainly, you know, from like early church figures, but that's changed all now, but mainly, but there was opposition to Judaism itself, the religion, like either because we were accused of, of being, I'm, I'll speak candidly, but okay. we were accused yeah. of being Christ killers. That was like, you killed Jesus, you know, we had a role in that. And so you're like, meant to pay or or we were viewed as sinful and kind of like replaced and there was a new Israel but we were then like the bad Israel that got like replaced because we were terrible that's part of that idea mm-hmm. and so the Catholic Church now you know they redeveloped a different doctrine um, but for a long time that was used as kind of justification for violence against us so other people think about like the Crusades we think about the Crusades and like three major Jewish communities in 
Spire, Mines, and Worms, Vermeise, in Germany, three huge communities, tens of thousands of Jews were just burned at the stake. Uh, we have, you know, like, the church has a Crusader Chronicle. They record in detail how they killed a lot of us. So, like, we have that in our memory because we have poems and readings from, like, just how bad it was. And then the Inquisition in Spain was not good uh, for the Jews. And then we were expelled from Spain, expelled from... So a lot of that was not anti-Semitism. It was anti-Judaism. Like, your religion is bad and we're going to kill or convert you. That's the pretext. Comes, like, you know, later on, and that emerges into, I think, modern versions of anti-Semitism, which is basically... um, It could take a lot of different shapes and forms, but people look at Jews and they do the same thing they do about every group hatred, right? First of all, they have stereotypes and prejudices rooted in whatever they're rooted in, but then they start treating a particular person or group of people differently and hatefully because of it. Um, So ignorance is the first thing. Like if you knew the person, you have no reason to just assume negative things about Mm -hmm. them because they're Jewish. It's just like any hatred, right? Anything else, yeah racism or whatever kind of hatred it is. But some of the common forms are like conspiracy theories that are kind of trending. And I think it's like when we always say when the economy is bad, when people are nervous, when people are scared and they're looking for someone to blame, like the Jews are weird. We're a different religion. Our religion's a little weird. We behave a little weird. It's like we're a strange group. And so it's easy to blame us because, like, we look enough like like we're just an easy group to blame. And we've been blamed for a long time. So people say we control the world. That's, like, one version of it. They imagine that, like, well, we have no power. We're a really small minority. There's only, like, 12 million Jews in the world, like 6 million in the U.S. Wow. Like, there are more Sikhs than Jews. There's not a lot of Jews, <laughs> right? Yeah. But people imagine we have, like, this huge amount of power like we joke amongst ourselves like if we had a lot of power we wouldn't be part of a distant like we wouldn't we wouldn't be subject to all this crap yeah, let, let's, <laughs> let, let's ask them straight up then we're, we're here you know the stereotypical question barry you're a rabbi here in rhode island do jewish people run the world yeah so i will tell you i promise you i i can barely pay my bills but i certainly we like we do not run the world that being said jews have developed certain um but there are certain advantages that come with, you know, we also have poor Jews, right? I think people think all Jews are rich. Yeah. You know, like my great grandfather was a like poor immigrant as were many of most of us are immigrants here. We we're really poor back then. And we like the community's done pretty well um, at this point. Um, but so to that extent, you know, to the extent that there are Jews who are like upper middle class. So, yeah, they have the same power as every other upper middle class person. Yeah. Not all Jews are that. There are plenty of poor Jews, particularly in Rhode Island. It's not a wealthy community. We don't have like bankers here and Wall yeah. Street. Yeah. Um, um, because there are a lot of Jews in financial industries for historical reasons. I think that's like the, you know, every good like hatred has a kernel of something that causes people to think it's true. But I think it's important to name it and not pretend it. Like, there are a lot of Jews in finances and banking because Jews were always in money lending because that's all we were allowed to do yeah. and trade. So, like, we were traders on the Silk Road and we were money lenders in Europe. Those are the only jobs we were allowed to have. 
So yeah, like that got passed down and then tradition. Yeah, yeah. And now there are a lot of Jews in banking and accountants and lawyers, right? That's like a lot of those people are Jewish. And I think also like since we see uh who's on camera, like who shows their face, I mean we see a lot of Jews. Well the people who are head of certain companies are Jews. So I think that's why people are still having that stereotype of like, all right. They still have money. Like everybody has money because we see this one person. You know, it's true. There are the like that's not most of the community. Most of us are like you know in different positions, just like everyone else. Um, but certainly, like even if there's like a you know a percentage more of Jews who are like accountants, we don't control the tax laws. Like that's the same broken congressional yeah. system that everyone else is yeah. part of, right? Um, and and so I think that's like where where it comes from. Um, people also, sometimes there's like the opposite, like the Hitler stuff was like, Jews are weak and pathetic and need to be killed. Right. So it's like either we're like all powerful and control the world. Sometimes it gets kooky, like space aliens and lasers and stuff. Yeah. Or we are like, kind of like, I don't mean there's something like queer, or like other strange, and mm-hmm. we should be like kind of embarrassed and, and Hitler's version of it killed. So there's like, there's that version of it too. Um, there's, you know, Kanye or Ye's version of it, mm-hmm. which is even a little different, which is Jews aren't really Jewish. This is like another common trope that I think he thinks we all converted from like, why do I look European if I'm Middle Eastern? Why do I look white? I mean, there's a lot of answers to that, right? Like years of breeding and whatever, right? And like, you know, people start to look like where they go after a while. But biology is not complicated. But um, I think there are some people who think that um, like black people or, or Africans are the real Jews. And we're just these like European... Fake Jews, or, fake Jews or new Jews or something. New or. Jews. So, so here's the thing, like, um, you know, there are African groups that claim to be Israelite tribes. Uh, we actually visited one. There was a, we, we took a trip as part of a mission to Nigeria. A lot of Igbo people um, believe they're a lost tribe of Israel. Mm-hmm. And so we actually made a connection because we're Rhode Island and Rhode Island does these things yeah. where like uh, the Igbo people of Nigeria and um, Rhode Island Jewish community like connected and they sent a couple of tribal elders here and then we went to the Igbo land in Nigeria me and my friend Shai Afsai who led the trip and my wife Naomi it was a great time of like and like they're doing a Jewish thing there in Nigeria and so like that's real like that's legit but our Jewish thing is also real and like they weren't trying to deny that we were just learning together but certainly like most people that identify as Jewish have been doing it for you know we have ancestries going back thousands of years of people who are Jewish all the way back to the Middle East. So, yeah. so yeah, it's, you know, a long time, but, but like we're descendants of people that were in Israel and kicked out at different points who've been practicing Judaism by and large. It doesn't mean other people can't have claims, but like the idea that we're all imposters trying to steal real. Yeah. It's too far of a reach. It's like, come on. Yeah. It's not, it's not factual. It's not real. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I can see that. I, I definitely, that's what well, that was one of my takes with Kanye. Like all his stuff he was saying, I was like, if he definitely um were to just specifically speak about certain people that he is, you know, having these issues with or targeting, it would be more digestible rather than you know grouping everyone 
because that's when you fall in line with hate speech, you know, because he was literally verbatim saying like the Holocaust is still happening or it's not over saying a lot of stuff like that. And it was like, man, you're definitely, you know, playing the water with stuff. So I, I, a lot of people feel this way where it's like, especially when it comes in comparison, when it comes to that Kanye West situation, a Kyrie Irving situation, similar, but definitely I feel like the Kanye West situation is like, like, wow, he definitely pushed the boundaries because it was literally him saying it. Now, when it comes to the Kyrie Irving situation, I would love to hear your opinion on it because a very interesting situation where he posted something and many argue, and I can definitely argue myself as well, is like he definitely was promoting it because you're posting it. But this documentary, I believe, is called From Hebrews to Negroes, correct? Yeah. And even prior to the Kyrie situation, did you have any knowledge about, did you hear about this documentary? Or has it been something that's been a situation where it was brought up before amongst your community? So I didn't know about this specific, um, one. specific documentary, but the general general idea that comes from it that comes from it yeah okay and it's like uh the anti-defamation league is a good resource so they outline adl adl how like different different kinds of hatreds emerge i think with kanye it's important like he also has mental health issues he's been open about that i keep saying that and it clearly like it doesn't excuse him he's got too big a following and like the, the harm is too much like something people don't know is we um we are targeted for a lot of acts of violence. Uh, it's a little different than like, like it's not police violence, right? It's not state violence, but uh, regularly walking down the street, like it happens a lot of times. People stop to say a hateful thing to me, throw something at me. People are like regularly engaged in like, I don't want to call it trivial violence, but like stupid violence, like, yeah. like nonsense, teenage yeah. hooligan, like hooliganism yeah. kind yeah, of yeah. stuff, like graffiti throwing stuff. But like, it's definitely not, pleasant you know um and sometimes now in new york it's been like a lot worse there's been like a number of incidents where visibly jewish people have been like beaten on subways and things it's hard to know is that part like rising crime generally or or just like but it feels like it's people targeting jewish people a lot of it's based on like kanye saying you know he says that someone else who has other mental health issues hears that they go see a jewish person and before you know it someone's in the hospital yeah it doesn't need to happen so um, with the Kyrie Irving, so this is part of this idea um, that like that that really um, Jews are kind of like taking the I guess in the most sinister version of it, right? Like taking the mantle of Israelite away from like African and Black people who really should like that's their thing. I mean, they're doing it as part of a sinister plot for like some kind of like colonialist thing, a racist thing. So like it makes us into like racists who are trying to steal like the real black identity from people. Mm. So I don't know, like that's certainly not my lived experience. That's not how I wake up. Like I, I hope I'm like a decent ally and friend and, and like do the right thing to like black friends and like as a community leader also like try yeah. to show up at rallies and be supportive. There are tensions sometimes surrounding certain issues, but like I hope we're like, we want to help. Racism is a huge problem. I think most people in the Jewish community, like, okay, some people are either well-intentioned and not helpful or actually helpful. But, like, people want to fight racism in our internal thing and be part of the solution, yeah. not be racist and yeah. continue that system. So, like, and that, that's that been the majority Jewish position for, like, a long time. I'm, I'm not trying to say, like, we're the most helpful people ever. Maybe we do better. But, like, Jews have been, so 
it's kind of like a little cra- and also like i don't know what to say we have the history like we were jewish have like what else are we supposed to be <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah i don't know yeah and when it comes to what you, what's your opinion on the um on like shit what were you gonna say? Like on Kyrie sharing it and that kind. Well, of... Well, yeah, but more like more than I was. This will be a better question to present it this way. So, what would be your opinion on if yes or no, it's justified the actual consequences that someone of let's say specifically a Kyrie Irving and similar to Kanye West have faced prior to their controversial situations with anti-Semitism because now they've been literally dropped from. Their companies, their corporations, we saw Kyrie Irving lost, uh, basically lost. They haven't said it publicly that it's lost, that he got officially dropped. It's a temporary suspension from Nike, but his contract ends next year. So if he's suspended this year, they're basically dropping him, for lack of better terms. And then his actual team, the Nets, have now made him do six requirements. We broke them down a little bit earlier in the podcast that he has to fulfill mandatory in order to come back on the team. A lot of people are saying it's over overdone. They're overdoing it, especially because he apologized. He did a very long, in-depth apology, taking ownership and actually sympathizing now more than ever, He especially prior, compared to his prior remarks. Would you say that everything that he, they're facing with this corporation level that people play onto the lie but a lot of, of a huge opinion online people keep saying that oh uh kanye was right they're powerful because now look what's happening to them what is your opinion on this is it a justified type of reaction what's your take on this yeah i don't know i mean that like part of me and like certainly some i hear from my friends it's like look like, a lot of money there like, it's hard to cry for Ky- Like, he's not starving. No, definitely not. Kanye, like, and there are real consequences in our community in terms of violence. It's hard, they have a lot of followers. It's hard to take those things back. They're in positions of leadership. They don't need to say anything. So, you know, they should act responsibly. And, like, I hope there's some equity that when other people engage in other kinds of hate speech, people don't feel like, oh, when people engage in anti-Semitic hate speech, they have real consequences, but then they engage in, like, racist speech then it's kid gloves or that kind of thing i hope that's not true i think in our community for a long time it's kind of felt like because jews more or less are doing okay socioeconomically in the u.s everyone gets a pass on anti-semitism is how it's felt like the last 10 years Mm. you know like everyone from the top down from the government on can just engage in anti-semitism and there are no consequences and a lot of people are arguing like this is crazy can you imagine people's like presidents, celebrities, something saying other kinds of comparably um, conspiratorial hate speech, where they're like giving um, voice and 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 sharing some of the most discredited theories. And then, on the other hand, I worry. Like, there's a huge reaction, and it's really superficial. Mm-hmm. Like, people in the media are not described. Like, how did these ideas come? There's no nuance. You know, it's like everything else. In the media, like it's just a sound clip. That's why this show is so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, no one's having real conversations. So, like, are people being educated or just slapped down? It's like, yeah. So I like I would much rather if like forget the consequence. Like let Kyrie Irving like study with 
a rabbi or someone to learn about like this and see if he still thinks that like, or yeah. does he feel otherwise? Like, what does he do? Or Kanye too? Like, maybe there's real good that can come from it rather than just like, I don't really, is punishing like Kanye going to make the world better? better? Yeah. yeah. Or what would really help? Like, so I, I guess I always worry, like, is it progressive? Yeah. Enough. Or is it just moment momentarily creating outrage? A consequence of punishment, but is it really progressive? Are we going to build from this? Yeah. I definitely feel that way a lot. Um, a lot because I see it online. It's like, yeah, everyone's like, oh. And I was like, I get it. You can have a reaction. But it's like, what is going to happen now? What's the conversation after this? This happened, but what is going to happen? Are people just not going to care about it a year from now? Or are we going to actually, you know, have dialogues and conversation about what is anti-Semitism. Is it your first time even hearing that word? Or have you always heard that word but never broken down or researched it? Let's talk about it. Let's actually ask around. I feel like a lot of people just are like chucking it up to whatever the generalization. Like, oh, I guess he was right. They're, they're powerful. Let's not even talk about it. Because like, oh my, oh my God. Like what? Or they're like, oh, we got to help them. We got to fight back. And it's like. Man, this is really just, uh, it could be how you're saying, potentially creating more of a, you know, sort of, for lack of better terms, fire to a situation rather than, you know, putting water to the fire that already was there. You know, let's kind of build on this and actually research and have some actual education and dialogue. And Kanye West has said in the interviews himself, he's like, I don't read. He's like, I hate yeah. reading. So it's like, brother, if you're not reading, if you're not reading and you're also, you know, going through you know, health issues, you're saying you're off your medication, etc. And you're saying you're sleepy, but you're still tweeting DEFCON 3 on Jewish people because you're sleepy. Then you need like you need to sit down. You need some proper education. Yeah. And I like how you kind of broke it down where it was like um, they are huge and they have a responsibility because I, I myself, I walk day to day, you know, I always would say like I'm a father now, but prior to being a father, I always try to like walk day to day trying to make my soon-to-be, if ever, son proud, walking. That's how I would, you know, behave in my daily basis. And now I'm a father, and it's like, oh, I've kind of prepared myself for that mentally, but I try to be responsible. So if I'm like someone of a Kanye West or Kanye or Kyrie level where I'm very inspirational to a lot of kids growing up, they always wanted to be like me, millionaires, I would want to be responsible in every sort of post. Everything is serious. I would take, I already take everything I post now serious, so I'm going to think like that. Rather than how a lot of people are like, it's free speech. What are you guys talking about? Not everything is free speech. Yeah. And, yeah. and everything you say has a consequence. You can say whatever the heck you want, but you're going to have to suffer that consequence. You're going to have to, if you want to live on a hill, you're going to have to die on a hill. Or let's have a conversation. Let's build. Everyone has a change of opinions. Yeah. Let's all change our opinions. If you want to change it, let's have that conversation. But that's why I definitely want to have this because a lot of people are not doing this. Yeah. Can you listen to the show? Because he could come on. Yeah. We, could, we could have another conversation. I would love it. Listen, <laughs> we, we have a lot of, um, we're almost like, what do they say? What do they always say? Uh, one degree of separation? Yeah. Uh, one degree of separation from Kanye because we've had guests on here that have worked with Kanye West 100%. Um, and shout out to Jabron. Shout out to uh, uh, Joe Perez. We had him on here recently. Uh, but yeah, we have. But Kanye, who knows? I feel like he has no real friends. What were you going to say? Uh, I mean, with Kanye, so... I know you said that there's um, that you're free to disagree with people. And is there forgiveness for him if he did research, if he did his research and he really actually had to, uh, you know, sit down with somebody and 
and they came and had that conversation, is there a, a possibility that he'll be forgiven with the Jewish community? And you know, yeah, I mean, look, I. I hope like it's a it's a tough climate out there. So in some ways, the media is worse than the Jewish community. I think most of us, you know, there's like some grudge against Kanye that people weren't walking around yeah. before. Like, I mean, some people like a lot of people like like people weren't like out to get Kanye. So, yeah, if there was real, I think for our, you know, look, part of our religion forgiveness is a huge piece every year we have yom kippur fast day we we ask for forgiveness we repent i think we all make mistakes right that's mm. part of it this is a big one because of who he is and like if like you were saying if you don't know what you're talking about and you admit you don't know what you're talking about and then you're like so then don't say things that are negative about whole groups of people who have violence and hate, hate directed against, against them, them. Anyway, anyway like that's, that's a that's, that's just, just a crazy, crazy thing, thing to do, do. Yeah. um but i've he also he could do the opposite. He has a huge. He can make this right. It's yeah. easy to think about. He could, he could be an advocate. He could go on tour. He could do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, you know, I think it's like a little bit of a distraction in some ways because there's anti-Semitism people experience every day, and I feel like the media like is into these big name celebrities when they say things, but mm-hmm. like, rather than the everyday occurrences. Yeah. yeah like I, you know what? Well, I'm a rabbi in a synagogue. So what's harder for people is like when they take, we have different holidays. So like when people want to take off for their holidays, a lot of times their bosses like give them a negative review because they were out and missed a big meeting. And then a week later they find themselves fired or with a probation at their job or like, students who are told by their professor they can't miss the exam even though it's on a holiday how many holidays do you guys have in a, in a we have calendar a year we have a lot <laughs> so, so we've got like uh two days of rosh hashanah right at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. two days of sukkot so that's like how many said two it's like six, six seven yeah. days and then in in the fall we've got another six days so like there's like 13 holiday days half of them are usually on weekends wow that kind of thing but you know so maybe like in any year there's six or seven days where we're celebrating a pretty major holiday on like a tuesday for everyone else and a lot of times jewish people like have a really hard time getting off from work or like if they're off maybe it's okay but then when they come back it's like well why didn't you do the work and it's like it was our holiday like they had celebrations to do um and so that's like hard or students also have a really hard time like yeah. those things are harder and they happen all the time even right here in rhode island yeah i would imagine uh, i i i can i can see it as a possibility because you know just the simple fact yeah they want to live up to their beliefs and they want to practice every single moment of it but then you have a school district that might not acknowledge that certain day and they'll just you know they won't even consider it important your actual beliefs and it's like it makes you frustrated like what what do you mean like i'm not just trying to get a free day off like i'm i actually need to go because on these holidays you have guys do you do anything specific yeah we we pray we have like long synagogue services and like family meals and you know like there are like probably many you know different jewish twists on like many holidays but like we're actually forbidden from doing like work we don't use electronics like we really try and like be in the holiday so a lot of times you get jewish people who are like in synagogue all day long services then yeah. have like a meal with their family and they come back to school it's like where's the homework the students you know and it's like can't you just <laughs> yeah. give me a, a break for a day you know <laughs> and and other people you know if like it's a, if you celebrate Christmas, you don't have to worry about that. Like, you don't have to worry about, like, where's your homework the day after Christmas? Yeah. So you're off, which yeah. is, like, fine. I get it. Most people are Christian. But, like, I think a lot of times Jewish people feel like 
it's hard for people to imagine people not like them. And so it's like, well, I gave you the day off. Now where's your homework? <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you don't remember that was their major holiday. Yeah, no, 100%. Any, any last questions you guys have before I ask like a final one? I mean, uh, Again? pretty good. Yeah, you yeah. answered a lot it's, actually, yeah. Yeah, I would say definitely, um, you know, what would you say? What would be you being a rabbi of Rhode Island? And what's your actual title again? For for those who don't know, you are you also not just a rabbi. You also are the leader or the um the pr- president, president of of the board of rabbis, the board of rabbis of Rhode Island, Greater Rhode Island, Greater Rhode Island, Greater Rhode Island specifically. <laughs> I think it includes like Fall River, North Connecticut, oh, like wow. Attleboro, so like some of New England. Yeah, it's like it's got a little. Oh, thing. that's that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but you being that. What is your message to the people of Rhode Island, whether they're Jewish or not, when it comes to right now in this current state of anti-Semitism being all over the media, probably more than our generation has ever seen, whether it's the word, the topic is just being all over the media right now. What is your opinion for the people of Rhode Island? Yeah, so two things I guess I would say. Um, One is... um, it's really good to like be curious about and get to know people, especially people who are different. That's true. Like talking to myself, right? But um, you know, whenever you think like, oh, someone's different, and you can like imagine yourself having negative judgments, like stay curious, get to know those people. You know, really, I think people need to be mindful and kind of practice like checking their own prejudices because it's impossible to avoid them. Um, and like meeting people and getting to know about them is always the answer. To hatred right like just ask people what their life is like and why it's like that and you'll immediately get to find out you know mm-hmm. all kinds of things and that's true for jews and 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 any other kind of group and prejudice and hatred i think um is good advice um the the second thing is uh i think we live in a time where people you know want to be right want to like right and I don't know. I, I think we need a better way of uh, like this, of like really talking to each other across differences um, and humanizing people uh, and remembering that uh, ev- everyone else is like someone's kid too. And <laughs> they have things they're afraid of and things they hope and want and, and love. And like everyone's a human being. Like yeah. Jews are not some like, we're not some like aliens, but we're people. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, that's <laughs> the same thing for every other person. Yeah. No one is some like you know. There's a lot of like sinister innuendo and things. When it, yeah, and, and like our our thing is everyone's created in the image of God. <laughs> right? Like everyone is infinitely valuable, lovable, worthwhile, important. Should be treated that way. Mm. So sounds very positive to me. It's like you know? it's like that saying: "Don't judge a book by its cover." And yeah, have more understanding. That's that's pretty. Yeah, that's, that's what it's that's about. Fine. One hundred percent, but man, um, it's been an honor, a pleasure. You know, thank you for accepting the invite here. Um, you know, if people, you know, f- feel free to share whatever opinion you guys have on the conversation. I know there's going to be some weird conspiracy theories. He's a paid actor. So <laughs> what's going on? What is uh, no money? I promise. Yeah, there's no, there's no, <laughs> no money exchange. You know, don't control the world. Yeah. Little power. This is not an Illuminati. <laughs> We're not one step closer to Illuminati. None of that. People have these weird rhetorics online. Uh, I have thick skin, so I'll deal with it all. I don't. I do not care. 
But I definitely wanted to have this conversation, especially having on camera. Who knows? Maybe we can do more things going forward. We have a huge YouTube platform. Maybe if you uh, would be open to it, maybe inviting us possibility, uh, possibly to a potential synagogue and maybe even like documenting that maybe on camera or something of that that'd nature. Be I think that we, we can do some stuff like that in the future um, because I'm just genuinely curious. And I feel yeah. like if I'm curious, a lot of people definitely are out there. Cause yeah, we'd love to invite you. We'll definitely. Oh, that'd be awesome. We'd love to do that. I'm down. So. That we have it, uh, Cap. We have a rabbi from Rhode Island in here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome conversation. Thank you again. Thank you so much for real. Thank you so, thank so you. much. Really, really thank you. generous thank you. and sweet. Love. Thank you. Uh, so if you're here for that, stay tuned for that. Um, and what else was I going to say? Oh, and next week, well, we were trying to get a uh, special guest next week. I'm not even going to announce it, actually. I'm not even going to say nothing. But it got rescheduled. We'll keep that as a surprise. Hopefully we've got to promote that ahead of time because when that drops, that's going to yeah. be big. Um but that guy rescheduled. Uh, he's local. Thanks Let's just say that. Listen to his music even more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just say that. That's all we'll say. He's local, but he's a rapper and he's huge. Shout out to him. Um, Literally. Let's keep it. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good hit, Mar. Mm. <laughs> Not that. Uh, nah. Not sexually, but we never know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't want to find out either. But. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Speaking of Rhode Island, Rhode Island news. If you're listening today, which everyone is, Tuesday, national elections across the entire country, especially if you're from Rhode Island. Most listeners out here, shout out to Rhode Island. You can go out and vote for your local elections. You can vote for the mayor. You can vote for a lot of new budget uh, like plans in the state happening. A lot of things you get to decide. A lot of things happening with parks. A lot of stuff, a lot of important decisions can be made. So if you're out there in Rhode Island, go out and vote today. Um, you can vote for mayor, governor. It's a big, big deal, especially local elections. We had um, Jorge Alorza, our mayor, which after tomorrow, he's no longer going to be the mayor. Um, he mentioned in an interview, he was like, you know, hot take. I had a shout out to Cameron. Cameron's mom, my friend Cameron's mom texted me kind of... Uh, Kind of, kind of mad at Jorge Alorza. She was like, "Why would he say that? Is that voting for the president doesn't matter? It does matter, blah blah." But I, but local voting does matter too. But his point was to highlight local voting more. Yeah. He was like, "Local voting uh, matters more than like, um, the yeah. presidential election." But yeah, so go vote today is voting day. People have been waiting for this time for a while, especially Rhode Islanders. There's a huge uh, energy online social media. They're calling it the red wave. A lot of political pundits, Joe Rogan, uh, Ben Shapiro, a lot of people online are calling it the red wave right now because there's so much hate for our current president, mm. Joe Biden. So they're saying when it comes around to next election, next year, the uh, actual presidential election, that if they want to get him out of here, a lot of people are going to be <laughs> voting. Bless sorry, you. Sorry, sorry. A lot of people who are who haven't ever voted Republican are going to vote Republican. And a lot of people who are Democrat might start turning to the Republican side. So... Very interesting time right now for politics, but shout out to everybody locally. Go vote. You'll probably see me posting me going to vote. Um, the sticker was like that. Uh, I voted I sticker voted. that they give, the free I voted sticker. So uh, everybody out there, today's election day. Go vote. Vote for whoever you desire. Do your own research. You got, well, you got no time because by the time this is out, you got to go vote. You know I've what I'm saying? I've now. never voted. Never. We Never. might have to take more loom voting tomorrow. Uh, uh, do a whole a whole vlog around. <laughs> I've always said they gotta pay First me for time my vote. vote. Yeah, yeah. 
I I just I want my vote. Give me cash. I'll definitely. <laughs> I'll take a. I'll take a good. How much? Uh, how, so much? how much? Yeah. How much? Locally or like presidential shit. Let's say nah. local. Locally. Let's say locally. The the, so the governor we got Ashley Claus. She's a Republican. She didn't have much voters behind her, but now she has a lot of voters behind her because there's red wave. So people are like, oh, we do have a option for a Republican governor, of Rhode Island, which is. Definitely probably not going to happen. Reliance a blue state. Yeah. It'll be a wild. If that'll be historic, but it's not going to happen because Dan McKee, our current governor that came in for Gina, remember Gina left because she's working for Biden. And then McKee was, I think, I forgot the the role that he's got before and then he stepped up, but he's our governor now. So he's running. This is his first time technically running to like stay and be official governor. So if I'm Dan McKee, I want uh, Marloon's vote. How much I got to pay Marloon? Listen, if my vote is the one who defines everything, bro, like you're the last which, one, I'm you're the, the last, last one. Like that's the one. Imagine that. Listen, that gotta be a pretty check. Oof. What's the if, number though? Huh? So, what's the number? Let's say I, they come since since it's local and shit like that. And I might get a lot of hate from the residents and shit. <laughs> like this vote matters. <laughs> <laughs> let's say, let's say like, give me, give me like, give me like. Like 50k, you know, what I'm 50? Saying? <laughs> oh give me 50k because <laughs> it's like I'm gonna need enough to to possibly have to get a house somewhere else again. Like I said, move over. I'm, I'm the vote that's really, and then I'm gonna have that one side that ain't gonna fuck mm. with me. Then they're gonna be egging my house and shit like that, you know. What I'm at least you like, get egged in a nice house, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You can know you, what I'm saying? Can you put like 50k plus security? Like, can I add one more? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, security for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be tough for sure. Oh man Because these white people Be taking shit too serious Yeah, yeah you never know Especially depending on The county etc You know That red wave shit Is, is happening I mean we do have a, a following out here For Trump We saw the Trump store Out here um, They've had Trump rallies In Rhode Island And Newport But obviously It's a blue state It's not the majority at all It's largely the minority That are like red Etc Conservative But they're out there So today go vote Pick a side And and please, yeah. please read it though. Like uh, Joe Rogan has a big voice. So there's a lot of people that have just you can say something and they'll do it. Yeah, so it's no, like, definitely look into it. Read which side you you're really mm -hmm. liking, or I shouldn't even say side. Or a person that is talking, like he's doing what you want them to do, and yeah. then vote like and that. Then, and then don't forget, don't forget that a lot of the promises that they make are all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. a lot of lies. So don't get mad. Do your research a little bit. You got. So today, know. yeah, <laughs> a couple hours, couple hours, get couple to hours. it. They're just trying to win you over. Rhode Island. Speaking of Rhode Island, uh, also going forward, Rhode Island Comic Con was this weekend. Shout out to Rhode Island Comic Con. I forgot completely last minute. I remembered, and I emailed them, and they were down to give me um, media passes for free. But then I responded too late, but I, I just went. Mm. Yeah, me and Deja, Edwin was supposed to go, but we know <laughs> we know how Edwin could be sometimes. He guy was too tired. I guess I don't know what happened. He was here on the couch. He was gonna go, but then he passed out. But we went with De I went with Deja. It was me and Deja. I was like, okay, even if we don't get passes, I'm like, we can catch some people outside, get some cool costumes. But we went, and then I was like, where's the media passes? Like, where's media? Where do we go to? And everyone was like, oh, the, the police. Everyone was nice. Like, oh, it's the backside. So we went to the backside, back door. I just went in, and then they just let us in. They were like, oh no, you can just come. It's fine. I was like, are you sure? So you just had go. the camera and all that. Got the back like, access, and then boom, we got in for free. You sure you want? You sure you want to say this? Though, yeah. It's their fault, not mine. It's like at <laughs> yeah, this point, yeah. But now mad people gonna start doing it and shit. Well, shout out to Susan. I'll say that uh, I did mention her name, so that I think 
that helped. I don't think it was fully free free. Me mentioning who I emailed and they were like, oh yeah, Susan, okay, okay. Cause I told us, I looked in her face. I'm like, I talked to Susan just in case. Cause you guys are letting me in. You put your foot down. But it's last <laughs> day. You know, you know how it should be last day towards the end of the day. This three day event towards the end of the day, the last day event. They probably were just like, everyone's like, like a days ago, like, oh, whatever. It's cool. Everyone's nice. Because I went to a lot of celebrity booths and you got to pay to like take photos, etc. But majority of them i only paid for one and that was danny trejo i mm. had to pay for fucking danny trejo Damn, 50 bucks they, you have to pay extra inside like even yeah because it's like it's like convention so it's like they're there to get paid all these celebrities are there to like get that's true yeah uh, you just, pay for autographs just, just you pay stay, for photos just stay from a fucking distance and take the picture my, yeah my boy saw him at water fire like they was walking around and they took a picture it was like well, yo the dude my with my chest is over yeah? there yeah that's dope and but he saw my water fire yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of dope like individuals you know um but yeah, it was a dope thing. So I interviewed a couple interesting people. So I'm gonna upload that soon. I'll, I'll see how I'm gonna promote it. It's a lot of dope content. Shout out to everybody out there. There was a couple fans as well that were going crazy. Um, but yeah, Rhode Island Comic Con next year. Hopefully, I can hit them up again uh, ahead of time and maybe do like a proper collaboration. Cause that was actually a pretty cool event. Like mo a lot of people there. Like the the stereotypical nerd. You look up nerd. Everyone thinks like a nerd is like a scrawny white kid with like glasses or something and like they're into this type of stuff but then you go there and there's like a nuance to that word of nerd which i've always like i've, I've told myself like i'm a nerd to certain things but you go there and like a lot of people are downplay that like oh, i don't want to go there. there's a bunch of nerds but then you i brought it was so many people and i'm not gonna lie to you the majority of the people were black mm. the majority of the people were black the majority of the celebrities were black and i'm like yo this is amazing and a bunch of stories like i interviewed a guy dressed as predator and he was like my father has terminal cancer and our oh, wow. favorite movie growing up as a kid we watched was predator that's why i'm dressed as predator i'm like what and that then everyone else a lot wrong. of people were the booths i was getting emotional like damn everyone's like doing something like non-profit like i'm dressed i'm dressed up as this and this for non-profit i was like wow this is like doper than i expected um and deja loved it she was like wow this is cool as hell so that's gonna go up uh soon is, man is that people just stay down playing fucking nerds and shit like yeah. that. Man, everything's blowing up nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Like how everyone watches anime now and, and openly mm -hmm. wants to say it because it's it's part of a wave now. But yeah. but back in the day you wouldn't say it because uh -huh. you were scared and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? They roast you right away. Yeah, what was the what was like the best costume you've seen? Like Probably what was Predator because it looked realistic, the Predator uh, yeah. one. I seen the thumbnail or a picture of it. Yeah, yes, Deja think took a photo, yeah, while she that was, was filming. Yeah, I yeah, did it yeah. on an iPhone. I filmed on iPhone. On, we have this backup iPhone, her old iPhone, and on this one too because I adapted it to the mics. I have a, a cable that I bought to adapt it to the mics. So I did it all on iPhone just to not bring the camera, etc. But it looks good, sounds good, so that's going up soon. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was a crazy thing. Shout out to Rhode Island Comic Con. You know, Rhode Island, you can never say there's nothing happening in Rhode Island. There's a lot of fucking celebrities out here this weekend, guys, you know. So, and speaking of Rhode Island, let's keep it going. Shout out to our friend that we went to school with, classical high school alumni. We went to high school. We saw him from a young kid playing baseball. Everyone was saying that Jeremy Pena was a phenomenon. Facts. He had the JP nickname from a young age. Mm -hmm. He had a legendary young coach, Kennedy, out here in Rhode Island that always spoke great of him and now we have jeremy pena going from classical high school to university of maine yeah. right elevating to the mob and in his first year he won a gold glove he also won alcs the MVP. alcs the divisional uh mvp yeah. award 
Then he won the World Series. Yep. And then he won the MVP <laughs> of the World Series. Yeah. First rookie to hit a home run in the World Series. Mm. So that's another milestone. And the first rookie to win an MVP in a World Series since 1997. That's before he was born. Bring the Brinks truck. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we're talking about he was on the Houston Astros, a team that was caught in a cheating scandal and they got stripped, striped away of their... Uh, only ever championship, right? Nah, they didn't get taken away. They got, but they, they they got, got taken tainted, away? Though. The name got tainted, though. The so name yeah. got tainted, but they were trying to. I think it was debated yeah. whether they were going to get taken away. The name got tainted. A lot of people don't even count that trophy, yeah. that award. Um, And then now we have the Astros winning the World Series with Jeremy Pena, and it's because of Jeremy Pena. 100%. This is wild. Are you sure it's not the... Because Dusty, it says Dusty Baker's first... I don't um, think he he was. So they got stripped. Or oh, he wasn't with the Astros. He wasn't with the Astros. Who was who was we prior? Uh, pff, I don't remember, but I think he was with the Giants though before this. Oh, um, okay, that's that I makes know, sense. Yeah. Okay, that's what it is then. But yeah, yeah legendary sports phenomenon from oh, Providence, crazy. Rhode Island, and we're blessed to know him. He's gonna come to the studio soon. We're gonna have an interview with him. Bottom of this year, or top of next year is coming. Shout out to Jeremy Pena, Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island. You have to be proud. Classical high 100%. school. You have to be proud. Yeah. Stand up and be proud right now Jeremy, because it's a legend. Nuts hang right now, bro. It, it's <laughs> like, it gives me chills, bro. Every time I, I see him, because it's like I played with him, bro. Mm-hmm. Like we was on classical together. We played on PSL. Like yeah. I used to throw down a second to him. Like, like it, that should make you horny. Na- huh? na- <laughs> <laughs> it make a lot of girls horny. Yeah. You seen those signs, uh, shit, bro? The, all them yeah, signs, they had the, parade, they had the signs, marry me, Jeremy. That's crazy, funny. bro. Oh my God. He's a handsome guy. Oh, strap it up, my boy. Strap, <laughs> strap it up over strap there. Strap it up, Jeremy, man. Listen, but God yeah, bless nah, Jeremy. Crazy. Uh, yeah. A legend already. I say it here. I called it, and I already I'm, I called it in the past, but I'm going to call it again. He's going to go down in history as one of the greatest baseball players of all time with the likes of A-Rod, Derek Jeter, Jeremy Pena is going to fall in line with them casually. Casually. Mm, he yeah. already arguably had a better year First year, then all of them. Yeah, he checked off, <clears throat> checked off a lot of shit. Like right now, he can retire, bro. And, he can retire. And be a legend, yeah. Like, Jeremy, retire, <laughs> retire, Jeremy. That's it. Um, but speaking of also Rhode Island athletes, we had Queedy Pay in here recently. Shout out to Queedy Pay. He came back home. Basically, he was facing the New England Patriots for his first time since last season, and his mother was there live. Her first time watching Queedy Pay. That's live fine. ever at any uh, NFL game professionally, and I think that the the Patriots won. Yeah, they they smacked him. Queedy definitely had his moments there. He, he had like well. six tackles or something crazy, and he had one big sack on um, Mac Jones, a quarterback. Woo! Yeah. So shout out to Queedy, man, defensive end for the Indianapolis, Indianapolis hard word to say Indianapolis Colts out of Providence, Rhode Island. Our brother Queedy Pay, shout out to him. Um, but let's keep it all going with more news, major news. Rest in peace, Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter used to be a opener for the Backstreet Boys. He's related. He's the brother of Nick Carter. Young phenomenon. Aaron Carter was basically what Justin Bieber is today back decades ago. He, at nine years old, had hits that sold millions, albums that sold millions. He, I think he had like four like multi-platinum albums. Very successful pop artist. Before our time, but Aaron Carter did his thing. Recently, we've seen it in the he- headlines. He always goes viral. He has no jumper interviews, etc. Because he's like very hyper. Has had open dialogue discussing his 
addiction to drugs. Mm-hmm. And I think top of the year, or was the last year we saw him go viral because Lamar Odom knocked him out. He did the celebrity boxing match. He was the one that Lamar Odom knocked out. But man, they don't know the actual cause of death. They're saying is potentially an overdose that he died at the hands of his devils that he's been fighting, his demons he's been fighting. Because I think they found him in a tub. In a bathtub, yeah. In a bathtub at, in a hotel? Or was it his house? I don't know the specifics. Yeah, but yeah. Very sad. Rest in peace, Aaron Carter. Another, you know, not rapper, but an artist passing away this month already. Um, This month, right? Yeah, because Takeoff was like, what, last week, basically? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because Takeoff was Halloween night. So it's basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. A week apart. A week much. apart, basically. That's crazy. So rest in peace, Aaron Carter. Um, Yeah. Aaron, the, a lot of people say Aaron Carter walked so Justin Bieber could run. Mm. It's true. You know, he had, you guys probably know the song, uh, I want candy. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I want, want candy. candy. That young white kid with blonde hair. He looked like Richie Rich in the video. With like candy. That brings up childhood memories. Bro, that song was on the radio all the time. I want candy. Yeah, Wow. Legendary, man. Rest in peace. And we have breaking news. Rihanna has come out publicly for the first time the since the Super Bowl announcement, a reporter had the balls, or let's say vagina, because I think it was a female a <laughs> reporter, respect to her, um, Associated Press asked her on the red carpet of her Savage Fenty show, Volume 4, about her new album, or lack thereof. We finally have an answer. Let me connect. Is the roadcast? Yes, connected. Uh, because everyone's like, we spoke about it here. The Super Bowl's coming. Oh, she's gonna perform. There's gotta be a new album coming. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna says otherwise. Obviously, if you wouldn't have done the Super Bowl without coming. No, 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 that's not true. That's but, not true. Super Bowl is one thing. New music is another thing. Do you hear that? Damn, we hear it, Riri. Fans, <laughs> because I knew. The the second that I announced this, I said, oh, my God, they're going to think my album is coming. I need to get to work. But I do have new music coming out. But I have to get to work. Yeah. So the album's never even been done? She ain't even been she in the studio. Do it. You she know what even. that means, though? <laughs> what? ASAP hasn't tainted her yet. ASAP Rocky mm. hasn't tainted her. Let's pray. Maybe he's the one like, oh, scrap those, scrap those. Because she's working. What she, what she says it here. What she's saying... We'll see, we'll see. Unrelated, unrelated, but, but a special project. Hmm. So a special project's coming. Special project's coming, but damn. I don't know, man. Riri, we want the new music. Hopefully, like Marlon said, uh, ASAP Rocky hasn't tainted it. I do not want ASAP Rocky touching that at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, maybe Little Yachty. I want Little Yachty touching it because look at what Little Yachty did with this new album. Bro, with, uh, with, no, listen, we gotta give his props, Mark. We're gonna get it. We haven't got it with that topic yet, I think, but we're gonna get to it. But we gotta give him his props when it comes to that. At I'm least. gonna mute your fucking mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rih- Rihanna gotta stay with the Beyonce over yeah, there. That, I, don't, I, don't I don't even know, know how that. you're bringing Yachty's name yeah. next to Rihanna, bro. Listen, Yachty is, is a good. I, I'm gonna mute not, your fucking mic. That's <laughs> not an ingre- ingredient, yo. It doesn't work. Mm, no. <laughs> yo, but uh, speaking of uh, social, well, let's keep it. Let's t- keep it here. We're gonna have a rabbi soon. He's gonna talk about this topic with us, but. I'll share my opinions biasly prior to his arrival. So Kyrie Irving has apologized. We spoke about it here prior. Kyrie Irving is always in the midst of some controversy. We literally had his teammate here sitting beside us. My brother, our brother, David Duke, Nets player, his teammate, 
literally sat here beside us talking about Kyrie being mis- misunderstood, etc. That was during the uh, what was the main thing at the time? The COVID, the vaccine. Kyrie yeah. not wanting to be vaccinated. Now we have Kyrie Irving posting on his story and also on Twitter a link to a documentary called From Hebrews to Negroes, I believe. Or is it, it might be the other way around. Pardon me. So that documentary is a controversial one because it's a documentary that majority of it is like one of those like Going back to your roots, finding where the actual black man is from, the black blood. But then it plays on to the narrative that is false. A lot of false stuff is in it. It's not a full factual documentary. It's just some opinions that they throw in there that makes it like anti-Semitic because there's some anti-Semitic rhetoric in it. Literally saying that the Holocaust didn't exist. That's one of the topics on the <laughs> fuck on the fucking documentary, right? Why is this still an ongoing thing, bro? Why bro, do people think this shit? Like, just, but I think it's because I'm not gonna lie to you. Kanye opened the floodgates with this shit because I spoke to the studio about it. Like, I like the topic, and I think we said it in here. Like, I like the fact that it's a topic, so a lot of people researching it, and we're talking about it more than ever. But at the same time, and that's why I want to have the rabbi talk. There's a lot of people that speak about it <clears throat> from an ignorant standpoint because yeah. they just categorize Jewish as white. But it's not that. There's a lot of black Jewish people. The guy that went viral for burning Kyrie and Yeezy's shoes and Kanye's shoes online was a black Jewish guy. Hmm. He went viral. He was burning all their shoes. It was a black Jewish guy. So I think there's something that needs to be broken down more when it comes to that religion and stuff. But... I do agree, like I've said in the past, that there is a lot of Jewish people that are powerful. Bob Iger owns Disney. He That means they own everything. Disney owns everything. And there's a lot of other examples that they happen to be Jewish. So there's a lot of powerful Jewish people, yes. Now, it's not taking it how a lot of these rhetorics are taking it. I'm not taking it to a that documentary. Let's not say Kyrie, because he posted that. I don't think he fully believed in that documentary, but then he didn't make it clear. Yeah, because I'm, now yeah. in his apology he does. Thankfully he apologized. A lot of people were like, "Don't apologize. Why is he gonna apologize?" Well, the Nets suspended him for five days without pay, basically dropping dropping him from the team temporarily. And then after that, a bunch of people online still debating. They're like, well, "Who? What else is gonna happen? What's going on?" So he apologized. I think the night of that that happened, I broke news, and then he apologized on Instagram, and he said basically to summarize his apology, he was like. I apologize to my people because what happened was they released a statement. For those who don't know, the Nets in conjunction with Kyrie Irving, right when this like controversy broke out. But then the next day, he got interviewed in person at mm-hmm. the Nets practice. Instead of repeating what he said in the statement, he was not trying to answer the question. He was kind of like trying to, for lack of better terms, play a smart ass. And just, he was frustrated. And he said in his apology. So he was like, they were like, yes or no, Kyrie, are you anti-Semitic? He's like, how can I be anti-Semitic if I know where I'm from? Like trying to be, what's that called? Like playing semantics. Yeah. Almost. Pun intended. Not really. But some uh, semantic, semantic, semantic is a different word. Like answering the question without really answering. Exactly. Like yeah. beating, what do they call Beating around the bush, right? And then, since that happened, he was trying to beat around the bush. And in his apology, he apologized for that. Because that's why they dropped him from the team. They were like, bro, we gave you an opportunity again to answer it in person. Like that was our plan for you to do that. You didn't do it. So we don't, we don't like that. So you're suspended. 
without pay. And now he's saying, I'm apologizing for that. I'm sorry. I felt like I was being attacked for being anti-Semitic. I was scared. I didn't like that feeling of being called that. So I just didn't know how to handle that. Like I, I felt hurt, he said. But I'm sorry to all my Jewish family, brothers, sisters, everyone all around the world. I am not anti-Semitic. A great apology. A lot of people are like, oh, his PR wrote that. He didn't write that, etc. You guys are never satisfied. Oh, yeah. He apologized. That's it. Let's move on, right? Now, Nike has dropped Kyrie basically because they suspended him, his contract. They're, they're stopped. They paused selling his Nikes, but they basically suspended him because his contract ends next year, 2023 in October. So almost a year ahead of the schedule, Instead of announcing an extension, etc., it was already questionable this year. They were like, we don't know if we're going to extend Kyrie's contract. Yeah. They paused it. So basically, they're dropping him because I'm pretty sure he's not going to want to re-sign with them again after this, right? And then aside from Nike doing that, the Nets have now made six uh, requirements. He has to complete six requirements, mandatory, in order to, be, to come back to the team. And That's the six crazy. requirements are, let's read them right here. Apologize and condemn the movie. That's one. $500,000 donation to anti-hate causes, which was a part of the first statement. He donated him and the Nets both donated 500000 to the ADL, the Anti-Defamation uh, League, I believe, or something like that. But they denied his money. They're like, we don't want your money, Kyrie. Mm. But the Nets are like, no, you still got to donate 500000 but do it to anti-hate causes. Sensitivity training, number three. Anti-Semitic training number four and meet with ADL, the people that didn't want to take his money, Jewish leaders, number five. And then number six, meet with Josiah, the owner of the Nets, to demonstrate understanding. Is Kyrie going to do all those things? He's not. I'm, I'm guaranteeing probably you guys. Not, yeah. He's probably not going to do that. So he's probably not going to be a net, a, new, a, a Brooklyn net. Or at least he's thinking about it right now. Like He's just weighing his options now. Like If I don't do this shit, what, what's going to happen? And I mean, we kind of know what's going to happen, but... I think because my thing, and I want to discuss it with the rabbi, but I think it's definitely um, is overboard now. Like he apologized, okay. like it's like they're forcing these things now. Now they're making. I feel like they're trying to make like an example out of him, and it's like coming off very distasteful. Like I get it. Posting that without any context was wrong, especially if it has anti-Semitic stuff. You can post it, but be like, I don't fuck with the anti-Semitic shit in this documentary, hmm. but I fuck with this documentary. Check out the rest, but the anti-Semitic shit. Is that's they're fucked up there, but everything else I fuck with. Maybe, you could have said that, or maybe test them. Like some instead of saying, "Yo, are you anti-Semitic?" Be like, "Yo, this and this happened in the movie. Like, do you? Well, how do you feel about that shit?" And really see if he watched it. Did he even fucking? Like, yeah, did he yeah, even yeah, fucking watch it? Like, he might have never watched it because it sounded just read the good. Title and shit. Yeah, yeah, it probably sounded good because Kyrie he has a, a pattern of he believes or he believes. I'm not sure if he still does that. The the Earth's flat. He's, he <laughs> believes in a flat Earth theory. One of those conspiracy, he believes in that. It's like, okay, some people, you're entitled to your own opinion, right? Anti-vax, right? He didn't get vaccinated. And now this. So people are like, man, Kyrie. But I do think that the man has great intentions. I think he's a great person. I really, I've followed and admired a lot of his, like, outreach. Like, he's trying to almost be like a Muhammad Ali type of, like, messenger. But the thing is, it falls on deaf ears when it comes at the hands of, you know, the fight in the clash with the media, the portrayal of stuff. If he posts that documentary with some context, et cetera, people will digest him better, but you, you're just fucking up. Like, I think he needs like a team. Mm -hmm. 
I swear to God, he needs a team. Now, these six requirements, I think he's not going to do them. I think it's a bit overboard. Facts. Even though they're all good. Don't get me wrong, but... Still too crazy, like... like it's like they're treating him like a child. Like, yeah. you got to do this. If not, you can't You can't go, uh, eat your eat, eat the dessert. You got to eat your vegetables. You got to drink your milk. Your if not, you can't have candy. Yeah. It's like, well, hold up. He's, not a, he's a grown man, guys. Let's, not, let's have some respect for him, at least. And also, this went viral. Let's play the clip of LeBron James talking about Kyrie. And I'm not going to lie... I didn't love LeBron James' response to Kyrie Irving's situation. I get it, but he kind of yeah, kind of teed. Um, Put the volume up a bit. Personally, I don't condone any hate um, to any kind, to any race, um, to Jewish communities, to black communities, to Asian communities. Um, you guys know where I stand. And um, it's part of the reason why I didn't air the shop episode. While we kicked that. The one with Kanye, remember? You know, it's a Kanye off the episode. Because it was hate conversation going on there. Um, and I don't represent that. Um, you know, uh, there's no place in this world for it. And nobody can, can benefit from that. And um, and I believe, uh, you know, what Kyrie did um, caused some harm to a lot of people. Um, and he has since, uh, over the last, I think, today or was it yesterday, he apologized. Um, but he caused some harm, and um, I don't think it's unfortunate. But I don't, um, I don't stand on um, the position to harm people when it comes to your voice or your platform or or, or anything. And so it doesn't matter um, what color your skin is, how tall you are, um, what position you are in. Uh, if you are uh, promoting or soliciting or or, or saying harmful things to any community um, that harm people, um, then I don't, I don't, I don't respect it. I don't. I don't. So basically, I think in the caption as well, it kind of summarizes it better. He says, "I don't condone any hate to any kind of any race. What Kyrie calls some harm to a lot of people, I don't respect it. Basically, he doesn't respect it. Doesn't respect Kyrie for what he did. And a lot of people are like, "Damn, why are you throwing Kyrie under the bus? Because he did apologize." But then you have to look at it like this. LeBron is a billionaire. LeBron. <laughs> and a lot of it's in that Bro. Nike deal. <laughs> Bro, LeBron is tied in to so many moving parts. He, he owns schools. He's, he's LeBron James, a walking billionaire corporation entity. He has to be like, I don't fuck with none of that shit. <laughs> what if he was like, I kind of fuck with it. Yeah. Like, what do you guys want? You, got, you can't expect also at the same time for him to kind of like... Like, he wants to deflect it fully. Like, he wants to, like, wash his hands from this whole situation. Like, but then it's fucked up because him and Kyrie were reconnecting recently. And they have some sort of friendship. So, it's like, you would want an athlete of LeBron stature to kind of back up Kyrie in this moment. Be like, he apologized. I don't agree with what he did, but he did apologize. And, like, you know, hold him accountable, but respectfully. Here, he just said, "I don't, just, I don't respect him." Mm -hmm. So now, this is definitely going to cause some turmoil between both of them again, um, and people are just going at LeBron now because of this. But I understand. It. I see. I think two things can be right. It's like, yeah, he kind of definitely could have done it nicer if he's his friend. But there's like, bro, yeah. But if you think involved, about it, if, can't if, blame he, him too if he said this, is because that's what he felt. Because he could have just said no comment. That's true too. He could have just heated. said. He could have just said no comment. If that's his boy, you don't want to throw your throw him under the bus or throw yourself on the no comment. He almost was prepared he, for that. You know what I'm saying? Question. But he's like, yo, I don't respect that shit. So 
Best believe Kyrie, he don't respect. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like is that with the with the media, even that no comment gives you an answer. Cause yeah, it's they'll like, be like LeBron says no yeah. comment on the anti-Semitic with Kyrie. So, yeah, I mean, but yeah, you, yeah, but you can you know that now that is left up in the air for whatever interpretation, however you want to interpret it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's like yo, no comment. It could be like oh wow, he really doesn't fuck with Kyrie. But you're just keeping yourself safe too. You can still be cool with him or whatever. It doesn't, yeah. you know, that's just how it is. You're playing safe with both sides. Yeah, so. like I feel you. No I think, I think um, Kanye kind of brought Kyrie down too, because Kanye was yeah. posting Kyrie, bro, like crazy, leading up to like that was the Nets dropping him and Nike dropping him. Kanye was posting Kyrie like I stand by him. So people were like, "So it's Kanye's fault." It has to be Kanye's fault, bro. Bit. He was he was kind of pressured a little bit for sure. Oh, posting posting Ka- everything Kyrie like Kanye. this guy's an idol, like kind of like posting that type of energy. Kanye bringing everyone down, bringing yeah. everyone down with him. That's true. And it's like Kanye, you're a billionaire, you can afford to do that. Kyrie's not there yet. He's not. He's not, and he hasn't re-signed like a huge contract yet because he hasn't been playing much. Like I think. He's played 100 games on the Nets, and there's been like 120 or 130 games that he hasn't played. He's barely played yeah. as he, since he's been a Net. So it's like there's no, no one's really going to want to invest in him, and especially now with these controversial things. So, it, But then Kanye just fucking bringing him down with him. It's like, fuck, bro. Yeah. It's interesting. You see the other one, the other people who were signed with Donda, Jalen Brown, right away said, "Now nah, I'm out of here." Yeah, uh, who else? Uh, I forgot who else it was, but they they just knew they just knew that <laughs> you couldn't you back them up for certain things, but then there's like stuff that's just like you're you're too yeah you're too not you're not that articulate with it. Like they don't mm-hmm. know what what you're trying to say with it, mm-hmm. so we can't really back you up no more. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's tough. That's Listen it, bro. That's, that's a backstab for Kanye. Yeah. He already know. He don't fuck with you now. Let's believe you're going to talk crazy on your name. Well, he can't talk that, <laughs> yo, I got money now. Like, I got more money than you, this and that, because he doesn't no more. Like, he, he tried to go with Shaq. Lot. Remember Shaq? He was uh, yeah, talking Shaq. about Shaq because Shaq responded to Kanye's situation on NBA TNT with Charles Barkley and stuff. And he was coming at Kanye like, yo, that and people who just believe in that type of uh, rhetoric, the anti-Semitic, et cetera. And he... Came at Shaq like something, something. You're a puppet, something, something weird. And then Shaq was like, "You should take my advice. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna t- no, he's like, you should take your own advice. Like, remember when Kanye told uh, was it Piers Morgan? He was like, I'm richer than you. Yeah. Like, why would I listen to you if I'm richer than you? Shaq said it back to him. He, to Kanye, he was like, I'm rich. Why take my? Why, you know, you should listen to me. I'm richer than you. Blah blah. blah. Take a richer person's advice. Cause Shaq mm-hmm. is especially now if Kanye lost the the Adidas contract. Shaq owns everything. Nah, I don't know if money. people know. Shaq, Shaq has money. money in Papa Gino's. Shaq has uh, money in uh, Walmart. He, like he's like the main uh, seller in Walmart. Starbucks, bro. Starbucks. It's like Shaq has. Like I can't even off the top of my head. There's so many like music discography and shit. Bro, Shaq Elvis. is rich. He's definitely touched all the that. B. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys probably see all the time. It always goes viral. Shaq will go to like, like let's say he goes to like Marlon's job and he gets something and he'll give you like a tip, but it won't be. A, he'll be like ten thousand yeah. or twenty thousand. Shaq. <laughs> Advanced auto parts on <laughs> fucking wrenches, top class wrenches, bro, and that listen, shit. He needs the best tips, bro. I'll give you the shit we leave in the back for us. <laughs> <laughs> the gold tip shit. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. Yeah. We don't have that. But, but, definitely pull through, bro. Bro, Shaq leaves yeah. the best tips. Like, he's a legendary story. He's like in the airlines. Everywhere he goes, yeah. he leaves like 50,000, 60,000. Change people's lives all the time. You think a man can afford that? He's a billionaire. Yeah. He's a billionaire. So, yeah, Kanye. You gotta be careful, cause now you're gonna take a get a taste of your own medicine. You say these things, mm-hmm. and you wanna oh, mm-hmm. now people say it back to you, and it's yeah. valid. 
You said that to Piers Morgan, now Shaq's saying it to you. Mm-hmm. Shaq's valid. He's mm-hmm. richer than you. So maybe you should shut the fuck up like Shaq's saying and fucking take a break. You know? Don't but don't don't put my work address in there. Let's bleep that. Let's bleep that. You know? Bleep it, bleep it. Especially because we got the the guy of the other day. Yeah, yeah, I'm still waiting <laughs> to I'm gonna bleep all that. Bleep, what time shit. is it right now? at what mark? Uh forty uh let's say 40. Thir- thirty-eight to forty. Thirty eight minutes. minutes, okay. Thirty eight to forty beep, minutes. Beep, thirty eight. We're forty one minutes. 38. So now moving on. Speaking of Twitter, Elon Musk has officially announced breaking news to the people on Twitter. If you want to have a verified account, he's adding it to the subscription that currently already existed. It's called Twitter Blue. It was $5 a month. Now he's bumping it up, Twitter Blue, to $8 a month, including verification. So you can have your account verified. And also on top of that, you're going to have access to all the benefits of Twitter Blue, which is you can edit your tweets. Um, tweets take a second Like 30 or like 10 seconds To like send So you have like a Pre-screening of like Make sure that you want to Send this out Almost like a warning A lot of cool features I have Twitter Blue Because I wanted to test it out um, I had it for like a month it expires this month I think you have to Re-sign again I think new members Of Twitter Blue Get the new version With the verification So I'm gonna let this one expire So try to get that verification yeah. You know we, <laughs> We're gonna be verified now with $8 yeah. a month Verification <laughs> And then on top of that, he's going hard. He's going hard. He said and announced, and right after it was immediately immediately effective. Parody accounts. Anyone that's doing parody accounts on Twitter that are not clearly like a parody account, like oh for humor, it's like someone like you know how they always pop up that viral like a tweet by Elon, but it's not Elon, yeah. but it's a verified account. It just says Elon on it. What? What is that Elon? Permanently suspended, permanently deleted. Not even like temporarily suspended, permanently deleted. He did it with a famous comedian, Kathy Griffin, mm-hmm. and also a famous YouTuber, podcaster from H3H3, Ethan Klein. Overnight, they're both gone from Twitter, permanently deleted because they had parody accounts. They had their usernames as Elon Musk. Mm. So it's also directed to him they're not just doing parody accounts of someone else it's like he might be a bit more biased obviously he's like oh you're doing parody accounts of me permanently deleted that's why i thought donald trump was the what came back the other time because i Cause seen, he saw like, a parody account donald j mm-hmm. trump and probably one of those letters was fucked up yeah but i read it quick so it's like so I that's the thing uh, a lot of people yeah. are like yo so does it make it special like the fact that now you're you can pay eight dollars a month and get verified does it even make it any special but his take is like it's going to help eliminating bots because most of the bots are computer generated and they're not gonna they're not gonna be physical people that can pay for a monthly subscription and if you do pay for a monthly subscription they're going to have more of your information so they can track you more so it's going to supposedly now eliminate bots a lot mm-hmm. of people are going to be less bots I agree. It can definitely help that. But then it's going to be weird seeing so many verified accounts. Yeah, everybody's verified. But at the same time, not everyone was going to want to pay. People like free shit. So if you don't want to pay, you don't want to pay. I feel like the first month, everyone's going to do it just to do it. Like, yeah. oh, but then it's going to die or down more, you know, more serious people going to have it. I'm going to definitely do it mm. because I've, I fucking need it regardless. I've been submitting to Twitter for verification like crazy. They never fucking want to. And on top of that, there's someone that's a male porn star that has a username similar to mine. It's a vibe one or something like that. Dang. And I get tagged all the time. A random guy with a huge dick. 
like jerking it off or something, and people are like, ooh. And I'm like, that's not me. Damn sound. <laughs> you bro, I'm like, you and then, him, bro. I'm like, that's not me. And he never shows his face, this guy. He's like a random guy, like he has an OnlyFans. You're the face. <laughs> no, hell You're bro. the face. I got a family, back, man. Bro, bro back, listen. Bro. Fuck that. I <laughs> would edit this motherfucker's face. It's finally out, yeah. Because when it happened the first time, I'm like, it's a mistake. Like these guys, I'm like, okay, it's a vibe, it's a phrase. They meant they probably just meant that as a phrase. Then it kept happening. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I would get DMs from like, because I've gotten gay DMs, fans and stuff, but then it would get more explicit. I'm like, what is this guy talking about? He wants me or he'll pay me. Like, and then you can check his page, it'll be like a porn star or it'll be like a, a porn reposter type of account that reposts porn. I'm like, what are these people talking about? Bro, what if they're offering you bands, bro? Oh, no, you, didn't, you didn't ask them like how much hell no bro like, i want nothing to do with that because they realize eventually like, oh it's not you my bad yeah. because it's obvious like once once you see like oh the once they see who they're interacting with like oh no no my bad yeah but it's like bro elon please delete that guy i need to yeah. be the only it's a vibe <laughs> you've seen you've seen that video that's been going viral where he's like is he talking with like joe rogan elon yeah. About this And he fires Like someone right there On the spot Oh they made like A spoof video Yeah About firing That shit's uh, mad funny bro I, I didn't uh, see that Cause one. yeah Cause Joe Rogan interviewed The CEO of The woman I think she was An Indian woman Of Twitter That got fired recently And He interviewed Elon Musk That was like A year ago Years ago Months yeah. ago It's been a yeah. while It's the old set It's the mm -hmm. old Joe Rogan set mm -hmm. But they mocked it up Whereas like It looks like Elon's firing her <laughs> live on air. The Joe Rogan podcast yeah. is hilarious. It's well done. Man, funny. But yeah, man, Elon Musk is going hard for Twitter, man. And he's tweeting like crazy, man. Mm. His bio now, I think, is like Twitter, like uh, something. Well, let's look at it, actually. His bio, he's like, he's trying to be funny with it because he's comedic. You know, it's Elon Musk. I have his notifications on. But it's like it's, they've been going crazy. He like paid forty four billion for it, and then he's—I think he said they're losing four mil a day. So it's like yes, fuck. he also said that. So they're losing like four million dollars a day since like the announcement and stuff because of the staff leaving, making the staff leave, etc. Shorting the staff, but they're also saying that they don't need that much staff. They're overly staffed, like to run the jobs. Like he doesn't need that yeah. many people, right? So in the long run, he's gonna make profit. But then doing this pay the eight dollars a month. Is going to be something that is going to help him make yeah, his money back. Yeah. But his bio says Twitter complaint hotline operator. So he's the Twitter <laughs> complaint hotline operator. And literally an hour ago, he posted a photo of a shirt that says, your feedback is appreciated. Now pay $8. <laughs> you know, Twitter usage is, an, is at an all-time high. LOL. I just hope the servers don't melt. That was his tweet Yo, an hour Elon, ago. Elon's probably like the biggest uh, fucking troll out there right now. Yeah, that, that dude. Motherfucker yeah. has so and much And he knows how to power, do it. I feel bro. good. I feel like he does it in a good way. That's just Man. funny, bro. It really it's is not funny. Like, it's not like abusing his money type of shit. Like, it's really just, I have this money. But he could, though. Yeah, he yeah, could. Yeah. Like. It reminds me of like how Trump, it, he's like Trump minus being president and minus like going like too harsh with it like he's obviously not mine is racist yeah mm -hmm. like he's not doing nothing with the immigration policies like trump did etc he's not doing nothing that far he doesn't even have that power but he has that sort of satire you know skill comedic skill from a trump that he can do it in his own way and it's funny but then people make it political a lot of politicians hate um elon right now they're going they keep going at him on, on twitter aoc him and aoc have a back and forth right now alexandria acosta they're just mad he has more money bro Hmm. Let's keep it a stack. He's a very powerful man. Nah. But the thing is now with him running Twitter is like, I don't know. 
he could do what he wants. If I, my, I'll tell, I'll be like, if you guys don't like it, then just don't be on it. I guess that's. But then at the same time, it's like that kind of is a sucky. Well, that's that's what response. he's saying with the money. But that's what he's saying. Yeah, he's like, yo, I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, it's like, pay you're not eight dollars, change. bro. You're still paying <laughs> that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, bro. Just and it's less than a hundred dollars a year if you pay it monthly, and it's not ten dollars. It's kind of affordable. It's like in between five and ten because he had a pull up. I think we talked about it here. He had a pull up, which price nah, it should it's go. It's not less than a hundred dollars a year. Yeah, cause yeah, cause it's, it's like twelve months, eight times twelve, eight times twelve. It's ninety six dollars. Yeah, eighty plus sixteen. Nah, bro. Maybe bro, I'm a mathematician. 16? It's ninety six dollars. Oh yeah, so with twelve, yeah, yeah. Because eighty eight is eleven a- times eight. Eighty eight. Then eight plus eighty eight okay. is ninety six. There's taxes in there though somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it might be. Okay. Quick math class. But yeah, right below a hundred dollars, <laughs> and he'll probably say that in the promo. Shout out, Mister White. Miss Karen was proud of us. He'll probably yeah. say that in the promo. He'll be like, it's less than a hundred dollars a month, uh, a year, guys. Yeah. That's probably the goal. I swear to God, because think about it. Why eight? It's like a random number. And it makes it more viral. No one's paying eight dollars a month for anything. That's like a random number. It's like mm. Netflix. Not even no, but people yeah, at least will be like, like fourteen now. Or that even though, yeah, fourteen. No, that it's twenty dollars a month now. That's twenty for the four K one that I pay Dang. for is twenty dollars a month. But even you have then, four K TV though. Yeah, get the four K okay, TV. I'm about to say what the fuck you paying? Yeah, to, you know what I'm saying. But even aside from that, um, usually it's like four ninety nine, mm. eight nine, seven ninety nine. He said fuck the ninety nine, eight dollars. Like he could have been like seven ninety nine. No, I feel eight dollars. Like I feel like if it gives me access, because I mean the edit button is smooth and all, but like bro, you said delete before, the delete fucking it. text, and the 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 tweet and but retweet. If the verification that's, thing gets me like access to DMing somebody that's verified and they'll see it, that'd be worth the eight bucks. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. If you're using it for good shit, because now I was like, yo, you'll pay eight bucks to send somebody some bullshit, yo, like send a a famous person some wild shit. I'll be, I'll be, you could, you're I'll, be in, I'll be in Drake's fucking deal. <laughs> be in Drake's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put me in a verse, bro. No, no, fuck that. <laughs> nah, nah. I'd just be like, bro, listen, let me modify one of your cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which car did have you seen the cars that he have that he has? Let's say which car would you want? No, nah, I don't know which one, but just Drake, let me modify one of your cars, bro. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got plenty. He got plenty. He has yeah. to have a whole a whole garage full. Just, just give me bread and I'll modify and trust me, you will love it, bro. <laughs> Telling you. Before we get into Drake, let's talk about another legend. Eminem got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame over the weekend. Here are some of the highlights from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame speeches that occurred, including his. You guys hear that? No. Yes. Let's play from the top then. This is his speech, a part of his speech. Almost died from an overdose in 2007, which kind of sucked because, Haley, plug your ears. <laughs> because drugs were fucking delicious. Thank God. And I thought we had a good thing going, man, but I'm like, I had to go and fuck it all up. Take 20. God damn. Look at Haley. <laughs> Look at Haley, his daughter. So... Eminem, Eminem being Eminem, the satirical, comedic Eminem, uh, talking about his overdose, but in a satirical way, or it's like, I almost died, but he's like, the drugs are fucking awesome. And then we also have, um, who else? Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre speaking, one of the, the guests of honor, giving a speech for Eminem. There was a massive amount of resistance from my own team and people around me that didn't want me to work with him. 
simply because he was white. Didn't want me to sign him or anything like that. While everyone else around me had their doubts, I knew that his gifts were undeniable. That's right. Yeah, his raw, dark, humorous lyrics, coupled with an impeccable cadence, stood out from everything I had ever heard before. So we have an expert, I don't, uh, excerpt from the speech. I don't want to play the full thing. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think they're going to release it, like the HD quality one, like a couple months from now. Uh, but there we have it. Literally, he said like people didn't want him to sign Eminem because of the fact that he was just simply white at the time, just because he's white. Well, sign a white boy, especially because to think about it, Dr. Dre coming from N.W.A. Yeah. N.W.A. Yeah, literally in the title. Yeah. Like niggas with attitude, and you're gonna sign a white boy, so he's probably like. Whoa, very far left, far-fetched, whatever. He's He was thinking 20, 30 years ahead of everyone. And look at Eminem now, legendary, receiving Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and becoming the most successful artist under his, well, yeah, under his, yeah, because Death Row wasn't his, it was, yeah. Under under Dr. Dre's Shady is Eminem. He is as well, though, but he produces Eminem's music, so it's basically a dynamic duo. Also, Eminem's mother has uh, spoken out and this was very interesting because Eminem and his mother have allegedly not had a great relationship in the recent years, ever since their past between each other, the trauma between each other. But she posted this video. Hi, my name is Christina. I am a longtime friend to Marshall Mather's mother, Debbie, and she has something to say to her son. Yes, I want to say, Marshall, I could not let this day go by without congratulating you on your induction to the Hall of Fame. I love you very much. I knew you'd get there, and it's been a long ride. I'm very, very proud of you. And also, I'm very proud of Haley Jade, my big girl. And uh, I want to tell you, Haley, great job on your podcast. And God bless you guys. I love you very much. So God bless. We have her there. Debbie, Debbie Mathers, uh, Marshall Mathers' mother, his mother right there, speaking out publicly. Uh, paying homage to Eminem in the midst of his winning of a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's a proud mother. In the midst of everything, she's still his mom. No matter whatever rumors say, etc. We don't know the real deal. Truths. Even though he's, you know, literally in his music, like, <laughs> what, killed her? Every, he's gone to the, he's dogged her. Like, he went, yeah. he's definitely had a lot of traumatic situations between her. But we have her there. And he's also shouting out her granddaughter, his daughter. I think I sent it to you guys before that she has her podcast now, Haley. His daughter, um, Eminem's daughter, Haley Mathers. I forgot the name of the podcast. It's a dope ass name. What is it? Something about it's a play on like her 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 dad or something. I forgot the name the name, but go check it out. Just look it up. Um, and yeah, Eminem, the goat, one of the goats of all time, receiving the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame award. Well, long overdue. I think last year the major one was Jay Z that received it. And then following now, we have Eminem finally receiving the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Something that I've always been confused by because it's like rock and roll. It's like hip-hop is not rock and roll. So why has that always been a thing? Like, Yeah, like how how's that? How do you fit in that category? Like, I don't know. How do they choose you? But it's still like they love it. People, because there's no hip-hop Hall of Fame. Mm. This is just a rock and roll Hall of Fame. And it's always been confusing. Like, whoa. But it's still dope. And you can argue these guys are rock stars. Like Eminem's like bigger than a rock star. Eminem's Eminem. But fuck, like, I don't know. It's a weird thing. But still, congratulations to Eminem. Now let's get into yeah. the, the shit I've been waiting to talk about since it dropped. We have 
what could we have here? Let's just talk about our thoughts first before we get into that. Oh, let's do that first, actually. Fuck it. So for those who don't know, everyone knows, obviously, Drake and 21 Savage have dropped their collaboration album, Her Loss. We have them literally doing their own interviews, real real this time, the real ones, the real interviews on Drake's 42 Sound Sirius XM radio show. Here are some of the audio clips from it. Let's see. Around... Oh damn! How many ads are they gonna? They're juicing this one. Give it a like for them. Yeah, do the trick I showed you. Oh, that's true. I keep forgetting. Around three minutes and forty seconds, they talk about a new tour, and they also hint at something else. I mean, this shit gonna be a classic. I agree. I agree. I hope so. I, I, we, Especially with the climate of music right now. Like, yeah. Motherfuckers ain't heard nothing like this. So you heard that's um, what they're saying that this album is a classic, that in their opinion. Classic. I agree. I agree. Oh, let me I play it back. So. It's before the thir- 40. The 21 says it's the Drake. But this one, I'm like, I got to see what they're saying. Yeah. I think um, this shit going to be a classic. I agree. I agree. I hope so. I, I, we, Especially with the climate of the music right now. Like, yeah. Motherfuckers ain't heard nothing like this in a long time. Definitely. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I think everybody I played it for is like, this shit sounds like nothing else. Oh, God. Um, I'm excited for tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for tour. It's just another opportunity for me 21. to my brother and just. Can you do something? I mean, shit, me. I said that night is gonna be dangerous. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god! You know we going to that, right? Oh god! I catch a body that day. Oh man. god! <laughs> so, <laughs> so before we get into the opinions of the album, let's also talk about the fucking viralness that is Drake's. Drake uh, Anything Every time he does something is viral But specifically Shots that he took on the album So he came at Meg Thee Stallion But then did he mm. What is your guys opinion on that The line was um, Bitch lied about getting shot But she's still stallion Some shit like that Yeah Bitch lied about getting shots It's shots Multiple But she's still a stallion So it's like Ass shots Or talking about getting shot Like oh Meg Is a double entendre And then also further on In that same song He talks about something about she graduated, but she's still dumb. Something like that, right? So people are like, oh, Meg Thee Stallion graduated last year. Like, that was like a big deal, a big thing. Yeah. But then Lil Yachty did an Instagram Live talking about the album, his involvement in the album. He produced four songs on it. He selected the album cover. He knows that girl, Suki, Suki Baby. That's his friend from Atlanta, the stripper from Atlanta. So he created, directed his album and produced four songs and did ad-libs on a couple songs. And... He did the Instagram live saying like, yo, Drake's not going to talk to you guys. I just know, I know him. But he didn't mean to come at Meg Thee Stallion, guys. He, mm. he was talking about ass shots. Do I believe him? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think no Drake was taking a shot at Meg Thee Stallion. I think yeah. someone in the booth, someone in the room should have told him, hey, maybe you shouldn't drop that or take redo that line because it's going to be misinterpreted because... It's a double entendre, triple what entendre. If, what if? Hear me out, right? What if? She lied about we, getting shot. No one, no, no. We Man, know she, that. We know that he's the petty king, doing, right? I think she did lie. I don't know, but we know that he's the petty king, right? What if he slid in there and he got turned down? Oh, hmm. Meg. Yeah, that's the ten. What if? She was so that's a shot at her. That's a shot back at her. I, su- or subliminal. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I just think Drake is nice, bro. He's nasty like that. Like he he finds a way to have 
a verse that just can be interpreted so many ways. So and even he's not gonna talk about it. Yeah, he won't put specifically a name. I think the but only that's name, a name though. It's a name styling, but it's not though. But it's like a it's like a it's like a thing. Girls have always been like a styling. Like, shots, that's a styling. Yo, you got the fat ass, yo. Yeah. Why? But them shots. Why are you lying? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's always existed like girls being stallions. Yeah, but if you bitch lied about getting shots, but, but she's, she's still, still a stallion. stallion. But nah, you that that's why like Meg even so responded. Like, bitch, you me. lied about getting shots, a fat ass. But guess what? But you, you still, still a got stallion. a fat ass though. But then he said something about Meg like uh, she laughed because she didn't get the joke or something. Blah, blah blah. So he's like trying to be like. I think it's dope wordplay. It's great. He's a phenomenal rapper. I think he's the greatest rapper of all time. We'll talk about this pretty soon again right now after in a couple minutes. Coming soon. But <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> the bar, I think it's not... It's a bit distasteful, but it's not as distasteful as the baby saying, he I was fucking on Meg the Stallion. Yeah. Like, is he not saying that. You know what I'm saying? The, the baby, let's come at the baby, okay. But Drake... It's like he's doing wordplay with it. He's smarter with it. We know that he's friends with Tory Lane, so he can easily be coming at her, siding with Tory. Let's be honest. And Drake is so in the know, he probably knows more than us. Hmm. Is he alluding to her possibly lying? Meg Thee Stallion came out, tweeted at him a couple times. She didn't at him, but she was talking about him. Like, these guys are rapping about me for clout. Like, what the hell? I don't think he needs clout. No. He's Drake, no, definitely Meg. Not. All right, so let's, I don't think that, but I get it. She's mad. She has every right to be mad because I think he is coming at her. Her lawyer said, oh, everyone's going to look stupid when the, the facts come out. But I think Drake did a double entendre, like, yeah. for that reason, in case he does look stupid. He's the, like, oh. The I'm, man studies battle rap, bro. He studies everything. <laughs> he's, he's the greatest. Like, that's a battle rap bar right there, bro. Yeah. That's nasty. Yeah, this live against shots, that but shit, he stood a style. That shit can be nasty. taken so many different ways. Bro. That's <laughs> crazy, bro. But then he also came at Kanye West. That, I, that one he did. Yeah, I believe Come same on, song. Man. It might be same song. Uh, yeah, same song. He was same like, song. Um, he was like, um, I was only fucking with that. Oh, it was a cool, cool little, a cool hold little. Hold on, hold on, let's look it up. Let's look it up because yeah, that's just hard. That fucking album, man, is growing more. I mean, that's just really great. Nah, this shit, that shit. I, you, I just, <sighs> I just love that. It was no names. Fucking with the ops, bitch. I did that shit for Jay Prince. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I did that shit for Mob Ties. I was like, damn. So nobody can interview him and be like, yo, what you think about Kanye? Bro, he shit. don't got to get interviewed for nope. the rest of his life. Kanye West responds to Drake. Yeah, Kanye West, everyone responded yeah. right away. Everyone, this doesn't happen. Everyone always takes time to respond. Yeah, It's Drake. So everyone responded literally the same day the album dropped. He everyone. Didn't, he didn't say no names, but they were so like direct that it was like, yo, you could kind of tell who the fuck it was talking about. 100%. And that's why everybody responded. Um Kanye Lincoln with the Oz bitch I did that with shit J For Jay Prince Yeah that shit was tough Kanye bitch, I did that shit for Mob Ties Mob Fucking Meg Thee Stallion Ice Spice yeah. really Think that, that I'm not gonna lie to you Mob Ties You guys know what Mob Ties is right we talk, Didn't we talk about that That yeah. was the Jay Prince's yeah. son's, son's group yeah. Etc et That allegedly Killed Takeoff mm -hmm. Accidentally They were Takeoff's crew Defending him But they killed him Accidentally It's Mob Ties mm -hmm. So Some deep shit But we said A lot of people were saying that That, that it was a fake Link up Yeah Between Drake and Kanye And some people are also saying Charlamagne pointed out this morning He could be responding to Kendrick Lamar Because Kendrick Lamar said I forgot what song He was like no uh, album, yeah. How it's fake Like you guys are your ops But like you guys are linking up Like Drake Oh yes. And Kanye yeah. Like it looks fake Like what are you guys know, doing I don't, I don't know about the Kendrick shit So he's like Yo I did it for Jay Prince Motherfucker I had, yeah. a, I had a feeling that this shit Was definitely fake though But this is the thing that throws me off Before this drop 
Kanye says something about Drake. I forgot what song. I don't know what it was, but I remember he says something. And I was like, he was shouting him out a lot during the Drink Champs interview again. Yeah, no, but <laughs> before that, I was like, wait, I thought they were cool. But then the thing that confuses me too, they did that whole fucking, that whole, um, that show. Remember that show that they did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jay Prince, yeah. Prince show. The, 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 Free Larry the, Hoover. Yeah, they mm. did the show. Oh, yeah, and yeah. you got Drake Constant, all in his yeah. fucking feelings and crying. shit. Crying. So, like, what the fuck was really going on? So, I think he probably was more responding to Kendrick Lamar. Because I don't think he was, like, basically mocking Kendrick Lamar. How I, he said that, I like. Kanye just fucked up. How he was, like, linking with the ops. Bitch, I did that shit for Jay Prince. Because yeah. he's, like. Kendrick said I was linking with the ops, but I don't think he's necessarily still referring to Kanye maybe as his op. I don't think he's like, yo, he's well, still my op. I just did that shit for Jay Prince. I think he's saying to Kendrick like, yo, nigga, this is why I did it because of Jay Prince. But he like that was my op. Like you like he's like saying it sarcastically like you can hear it in the flow. Yeah. He's like linking with the ops, bitch. I did that shit with Jay. Like well, he said it like you know what I'm saying. Well, the events, <laughs> the events to have that bar. Oh, crazy. The events. Kendrick, come roast this shit. <laughs> the events to to have that bar is crazy. Cause what if Kanye never got fucked with all this anti-Semitic stuff? Like what if he still had the money? Would Drake respond in that way? Cause. That, I well, feel he like also was, he also does have the Adidas line. Oh yeah, he's that fuck he's a Adidas, fuck yeah. Adidas man. But he don't fuck. I I don't think he's fucking with Adidas as much towards Kanye though. And like, I just I don't know. I feel like since Kanye's getting fucked now, he was the line was perfect. But if Kanye never had any any problems, he probably wouldn't have responded. This is the, like this is the line real quick. Not to cut you off, but this is the line that Kendrick says specifically is Father Time off of the Mr. Morale and Big Steppers album. He said, when Kanye got back with Drake, I was slightly confused. Guess I'm not mature as I think. Got some healing to do. So that can be direct response to Kendrick. That's not even a Looking with the ops, bitch, I did that shit for Jay Prince. <laughs> We never know, cause I don't think. I want that. Cause Kendrick I hope him and <laughs> that's what I, I wanted the beef again. Oh, keep it in the raps though, but then I feel like he would have named him, cause Kendrick named them. But then it's like, why you have your two cents in this situation, Kendrick? If you're not really cool with Drake, he mm-hmm. might be cool with Kendrick. You never know. We always see photos with Kendrick and Kanye. We don't know what's going on there, but we know he's definitely not cool with Drake. Like they haven't like oh, no. spoken in years. Supposedly. Drake Drake was at the concert. Remember. He he pulled up to the concert, Baby Keem shit. Oh, and that's all that. true, but it's yeah, right. maybe because more because of Baby Keem. But then also that is true. Where Kendrick, am I acting but dumb? If Kendrick Kendrick was performing. Yeah, but I'm, uh, where am I acting like I don't have an yeah. insider? Or I'm not even gonna say nothing. Yeah, you know, our boy. Yeah, not a little. Like there was he told. Some, yeah, he told me that there was, was a, a reason, reason why, why he was, was there. there. So they, they probably just watched the beef. So is it not a response again? It's not. I think. I think it's not. It's a force. I think that's a reason. Let's move on then. Serena Williams. He said, uh, "Violated." Sidebar: Serena Williams, your husband's a, a groupie, a bitch. Uh, talking to the millionaire, billionaire owner of Reddit, and he responded to Drake. Let's look at his response. Well, let me summarize. We don't gotta look at it exactly. He basically said to Drake, um, without saying it to him directly, he was doing multiple posts on Twitter honoring his wife, his family, talking about he's being proud of them, and he was like, "I'm a groupie." He said it back, like, "I'm a groupie." Like, I'm a proud groupie, et cetera, for my wife. Like, I take honor in that. And he was promoting his team, his nonprofits, et cetera, that he does. Right away I, responding. Again, mm-hmm. though, say what you what you said when we was off camera about, like, 
it kind of came off as like Drake didn't do it for him, but not what was it? Oh what yeah, because he's saying because yeah, because I think that is a good point. I said um, Drake called him a groupie, but I don't think he took it the right way. He took it and tried to describe it as, and a lot of people online interpreted it as like Drake's calling him a groupie for Serena Williams. And, like, they were like, yo, he has to be a groupie for Serena Williams. Like, what are you talking about? Like, she's a fucking athlete, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're just jealous, et cetera. And, Drake, you're a groupie. We see you with every team, every, you know, <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't at the Astros game with Jeremy Pena. You never know because yeah. Drake always reps whoever's winning. Like, he's always, you know. And it's like, you should because it, it helps your, like, social value. But it looks like kind of dick rider-ish for some people. I don't care. It's Drake. He could do what the fuck he wants. I love him like his brother. Um, I don't know him. But <laughs> everything he does is, like, calculated, I feel like. Yeah. So... Him calling him a groupie, I think he's talking about himself. Maybe Drake knows behind the scenes, like, yo, I used to fuck Serena Williams. I used to date her. That was my girl. Your new man, boo? What do you say? No boo? Some shit? Boo? He's calling her boo? Your man, boo, is a groupie, my groupie. So maybe what happened? Maybe he, like, is a huge Drake fan. Something like, why would you call him that? He must know some shit behind the scenes. Something like... Did that guy, does he know that he plays his music a lot? Did he hear behind the scenes something happened? Not like, only that, he owns Reddit. Yeah, he got more Reddit, money than Drake, right? Reddit what, controls what, narratives. What is what is Reddit? Opinions forum as a forums. A bunch of fucking groupies. Oh, shit. Marloon, Marloon caught the bar. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> Think about it. All them, all them Reddit posts and shit like that is just a bunch of groupies. Because yeah. it's all fan page, it's all fan fan accounts and shit like Joe Budden podcast forums. Like it's all like we'll eventually probably have our own cap. Shout out to Cap. If you guys are Cap listeners, you should make a Reddit for us. Make it our followers, the Cap crews, the Crap Cap up family. Make it. Um, but yeah, that's actually damn. That's crazy. a groupie website. It's a groupie website. That's where you could be a groupie freely without judgment. Mm-hmm. So there we have it. That situation happened. Um, Drake, man, you're not gonna get Serena Williams back. I'm sorry. They, <laughs> just move on, bro. You can get anyone. You already have your child. She has her child. Move on. But I get it. Her loss. Hey. Hmm. <laughs> Narrative of the whole album. The whole album's her loss. Who else he came came at? Uh, well, he said uh one line, and people think he came at Ice Spice. I don't think Drake came at Ice Spice. He said um she's a ten, but she's horrible at rapping. He just said that in the butt line. He was just rapping. I don't think he. Why would it be Ice Spice? And everyone's assuming that. Well, he also has that line. Is like uh, they asking if he, they asking if I hit. Wait, what he said? There's another line like that could be connected to that one, maybe or to Ice Spice. Yeah, they're like they asking, maybe not the same song. They asking if it's not the same song. Oh, they asking if I hit. You know I did. Is that like you? Like they wonder if I hit, and you know I did. You like, know yeah. I did. But I mean, it could be I like to don't any, know. any gen- I think the general. I suppose think they're definitely reaching. They're mm-hmm. reaching, and in yeah. her tweeting, well, she responded. Yeah, she was like, "At least I'm a ten, lol." Well, what she is wrong with she her? She better take advantage, bro. This is this no is bullshit. Free clout, I bro. guess if I was her, I would have done it too. But fifteen k no more. Now it's twenty. But if you I was, believe bro, it. More but he, than that. he roasted her. Fifty k after Drake is his whole <laughs> shit. He just said she was bad, but the music's bad. So imagine like she's preparing, but he can't though because the DM. Of him kissing her ass is saying that he fucks with the music. Exactly. So she's not hey, a bad. How can oh, Ice Spice true. be a bad rapper in Drake's eyes if Drake literally oh, flew to her, visit her, DM'd her, saying that she's a great rapper? She posted the DMs. It was a cosign, literally, and everyone fucks with her songs. Like, and everyone on Twitter says that she's a good rapper, not Nas or Jay Z. She's not lyrical miracle. They joke about that. Like I always joke about that. Like she's the next Tupac. Yeah. But she's not a bad rapper. There's way worse rappers than her. 
Well, I think he's just talking about these girls that be IG models and want to rap. Well, he they don't, suck. He unfollowed her, so that's one thing. That's one thing. And then also, she only has one or two songs, and well, that's popping. So imagine he said the album. Like did he say, oh, but she showed me her album or some shit. Yeah, he oh, said, she's trying he said, to oh, I had to listen to the first song. That she yeah. was trash. Yeah, yeah. so I'm at, she probably played an album once. Like, I don't know. I don't think that bitch got no album. This ain't no bikini bottom bitch. Sorry to call her bitch. I'm just saying. I don't think she has no album done. I think she does. She. You I, thought I was telling so, you a couple. I mean, she got to do something. How how long will that song survive? You feel me? Like Listen. she got to have a group of a project. But, I think people are reaching, but it's yeah. fun and games. Her team probably did how Earl and said like. Yo, you just play into it. Like, use it up. Free cloud. Just tweet 100%. about it. Just say, laugh at it being a 10. They're like, oh, boom. Yeah. Followers up. Everything's up. Her clout's up. Attention's up. Who else did he come out? Was it that? Was that it? I think that might be it for the disses. Yeah. Oh, Drum. Oh, yeah. He came at Drum. <sighs> He's like, something about they want to they get into the Drum, but they, they, they until they find out how, how we cha-cha, cha-cha slide. slide. So, Drum said, I like to cha-cha. <laughs> he had that song with Drake. Everyone knows the song, and then Drake allegedly stole that song or the melody and made I like when a hotline bling. The mm-hmm. similarities were there, pretty apparent, and people were like, oh shit, Drake is stealing flows again. Specifically Drum at that time, he was talking shit about it. He tried to approach Drake in person. Drake security fucked him up. It was rumored <laughs> online. No one had evidence. Always something with Drake happening, no evidence. Drum confirmed it after drake did the in his album new album he said um uh niggas try to pray, bring the drum or something or someone was trying to bring drum like drama and until so we cha-cha slide on them something like that basically beat drum up yep. without saying it he said it and then drums like drake you a bitch we should have a one-on-one you, it was your security but i'm not gonna lie the security really fucked me up though <laughs> but drake we gotta have a one-on-one etc and Drum. I like the drum. Didn't you fuck with drum? Didn't we fuck with drum years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. We liked it. We like your music. We respect you. But Drake's not having a one-on-one with you. Let me tell you that right now. He's yeah. a billionaire. This is Drake. You're not gonna get a one-on-one with Drake. Is he a pussy because he's not? That's for you to decide. Don't expect it. Mm. What what you think that Drake would ever the only time we ever heard Drake get in a fight and he mentioned it was when he allegedly got slapped by Diddy. But that's another billionaire. Billionaires fighting billionaires, okay. Drum, I'm pretty sure he definitely might be a millionaire. Cha-Cha Slide is huge. And the song with Yachty, Broccoli, yeah, huge songs. And he might be doing some writing in the behind the scenes, producing. We never really know these guys' pockets. We think you do, but you never know. He probably is a millionaire. Nowhere near Drake's level. I would say just forget about that. If anything, use the clout or whatever you want to call it, attention right now to drop music. And coincidentally, he already has music dropping on Thursday. I think I saw November 10th. His new album because he changed his name from Drum to Shelly. Wow. And no one was really fucking with it because they were confused. Like, what? Now he's bringing his name back. This year he's been trying to bring his name back, Drum again, hmm. which stands hey, for. Why uh, the fuck you go from Drum to Shelly? Bro, I think Shelly's his legal name. But no, Drum. Disrespectful. Keep, <laughs> keep keep it's, like, it's like when P Rain changed to Preem. Yeah, what the fuck? man. Because like, of that, people even forget that you're part of the fucking camp. Yeah, yeah. P yep, Rain was yep. better. Yeah, way, way better. Lil Zan turned to Diego, even though I wasn't fucking with Lil Zan. But no one can even find you. No, you the search Diego, you find Dora's Dora's Dar- brother. Dora's cousin. <laughs> cousin. I thought it was a brother. Look cousin. at that. I don't even know, if, actually. But yeah, uh, Shelly, but Dram, it was D R A M, stood for doing really uh, 
something. I forgot. It had like an acronym. See, I can't even forget. I, I forgot. That's your fault, Drum. Stop the shit with Drake. Let's keep it going. Drake's album. We saw him in 21 Savage call it a classic or potential classic. It's out. You see the jokes, the memes. Do your thing, 21. Do your thing. Hey. Right? The joke's out there. But the does it mean funny. that the music's not good? First listen, me and Edwin, shout out to everyone that watched the reaction. Oh, I think it's about to hit 150,000 views. Huge. And at first, it wasn't, you couldn't even monetize it because it was age restricted. Wow. I don't know what's going on with YouTube. They be age restricting shit. But now, today, it got released, the age restriction. God bless. Hey. So it was 100% monetizable. So run that up. Let's get it to 200,000. I'm pretty sure it's going hit, to hit that pretty close, probably by the next two days. That reaction, we said it, it was a 7 out of 10, 7.5 out of 10. Damn, for real. But listening to it now more and more, because at the time, I didn't like um, certain records. Like, I didn't like, um, uh, was it Outside? Back Outside? Yeah, I did the Back Outside. I'm like, the Young Thug sounding one. I'm like, what is this? And then I'm like, damn, there's too much Drake on this album. I'm like, I thought it was a Drake in 21 album. He was like sprinkled in. And we can't, that's a still a fact though. We can't lie. No, that's a fact. We can't lie. That's a fact. And can you say on the songs that Drake and 21 were on, I think Drake, uh, uh, I rapped him. Yeah. I there were some highlightable 21 verses. Yeah. He had a couple, couple lines. in But there this is definitely crazy. Drake putting 21 on his fucking back. Yeah. Like ride what? with me. Well, it's like that, that one, that one bar that back to back is like, what, what does 21 say? He said, I be making you sound. I be making you sound like you're the feature, mm-hmm. and then Drake comes back. Is like I be making you sound like the fucking label needs the you. Label, label needs you. It's like oh shit, they about to beef on their own track. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would have been crazy. That was Damn, crazy. Imagine he sneaked this them, yo. He's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, my feature. They done that. I sneak uh, they're, they're doing it like bitch ass. Like, you think I'm the feature? Mm, I'm God, gonna make bitch. them think like they need you right now. It's <laughs> a knife. Nah, <laughs> but but it's cool. It's cool. You know, Drake was rap, was, was repping the the four L chain and shit. Yeah, like bro, that. he went the chain, and then nice. another album. He kept saying that a lot. Four L, Slaughter Gang, Twenty One. Do yeah. your thing, Twenty One. Hey. Do your thing. <laughs> you think he was dancing like that too? There was, was in the studio. He threw it back. He threw it back <laughs> threw for sure. Do your thing, Twenty One. Do sure. your thing. This is mad funny. Do your bro. thing. <laughs> 21, <laughs> 20, 21 felt felt mad. Mad weird, bro. Yeah, but then he did his thing. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's like he literally rich flexed, like how Drake was saying in the opening, rich flex and breaking it down. He said all that in the verse. So obviously, probably twenty one rap first, and then Drake maybe did the hook af- after. Right Who knows? But they did say they were working on his album all summer. They were in the studio together. It wasn't no email shit. You can feel that with these songs. Yes, yeah. I can say that much. Even though Drake overshadowed us more Drake than twenty one. I believe 21 Savage gets 50% of publishing on this album. Mm. So, wow. so it's sure. like, uh, 21, shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's already not talk, saying nothing negative about it, but he shouldn't oh, because yeah. you, fuck it. Take <laughs> it with him, you know, to the point that we'll talk about his ego. He's saying some other shit now. He would, he'll be anyone in the verse or some shit. We'll talk about that soon. But overall, I think that this album, I think it's going to grow more, age better. I think that it's going to be the most memorable album this year. By yes. memorable, I mean yes. like every song, multiple songs. You have memorable moments this 100%. year, Kendrick. You have memorable moments, hmm. but an album that everyone knows every song damn near on is this one. Yes, yeah. it's the number one selling, most selling album this year, rap album with four hundred thousand first week. Damn, 
already doubling Kendrick's numbers, J. Cole, everyone's numbers this year. Doubling Drake's, Drake's own numbers. Shit, yeah. yeah. You know? And it's like, I think it's perfect because you got Drake being Drake, pop, coming off of the techno music, but then, then you have him reconnecting with the streets, 21 Savage. And then 21 Savage is someone that has the soul of the streets, but he says it in interviews. He's like, that's just a character. Mm. He's like, I, I, I play that character. Like, I'm a businessman. I don't even wear jewelry no more. I think I got, I only wear earrings. I don't wear jewelry no more. I'm not doing these things in these songs, but right. I'm playing a character. And oh, he's like admitting it. Oh, he does his read. Man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh he does his read, drink his tea, and he needs some tea. crumpets. <laughs> the pinky up and shit. <laughs> but I think the album is great. Is it rap album of the year? I still think that Pusha T has rap album of the year, but this album, give it a month until December, and if it grows more on me, I might call it rap album of the year. Because why not? It's I, so good. I can't wait for this shit to play at a party or a function. What's your favorite songs each off of it? I got. I like. Um, what's that? I I love Rich Flex, bro. On bullshit, I just love that. Oh my beat, god, that's bro. a great one. I love Rich Flex. On bullshit, on my that bullshit. shit. On that bullshit. On that bullshit. On that bullshit. <sighs> they went crazy on that shit. Let me see. I mean, I have to honestly. I, I'm not gonna lie to middle you. Middle of I, the ocean, I, tough. After like middle of the ocean, I can't remember the last four, but it's not that I don't like them. It's just that I've majority of the time I've been playing this album. I only really get a chance to get around them songs, and then I either have to cut out, cut off the the music, or do you know what I'm saying? I'm surprised uh, Drake uh, let Twenty One Savage have that three AM in Glenwood. Like, I understand Twenty One's in Glenwood, but like Drake is that title. Yeah, that title. It's on purpose, probably to like make people expect something. And then when you listen to it, it's like, oh shit! At first, I was one of the ones that were in the reaction I didn't like. I'm like, I like that he's doing it, but I'm like. I don't like this it's song, but the more I play it, hmm. I'm like, damn, 21 is actually spitting. Like, this is pretty cool. Like, he's showing his shit on here. It was just not on the beat that I want him to kind of spit on. Yeah. But it's it's dope. But, yeah, my favorite would probably be, what's that one? Jumbo, Jumbotron shit. What's uh How's that going? He's like, uh, he's like, uh, uh, I just took an X, X, uh, I just took a drug for the first time on the X pill. What was in that pill? That yeah. Shit. He sounds like the the Playboy Cardi vibe. Oh, right. Okay. Well, if that's the case, I really don't like it. <laughs> There's no better comparison you can have, bro. It's because he because he mentions Playboy Cardi twice on it. He says uh, dial it, and then he says, um, "Look what I'm finna do to that." You're gonna delete it. Delete it. No. Yo, Playboy Cardi has credit on that song. Oh, for real? I deleted that. Probably got a sample in there something. or something. Because he he's credited on it. It says his name at the end. I I noticed after Jordan Carter. I was like, wow, it's Playboy Cardi. I deleted it. <laughs> Yo. But man, that song, that's my favorite, like, play, play. But the best song on there by Deep, by far, definitely, I think, on is on. Um, well, them together is on that bullshit. But by, like, overall. On the water ocean. The, in the middle of the ocean. On the water ocean. On the water, on water, the water ocean. ocean, damn. In the middle of the ocean. Because the way he's talking on that shit is insane, guys. I'm telling you right now, you got to revisit that let's, song. Let's talk about the most important thing. And let's keep it Let's keep it a stack. Let's keep it a stack. Is this better than, than Drake and Future? Oof. Or a time to be alive? Oof. We can't say that yet because we haven't. Yeah, it just should. came out. It just came out. We can't. Man, what can't. a time to be alive. We'll say it. We'll say it in a year or two. Digital yeah. Dash, fucking nah. There's a there's some bangers let's, in what a time. Let's to be talk alive, about this bro. too, though. Let's talk about this too. 
in my opinion, they did homegirl dirty with this with this picture. Oh, <laughs> the cover art. I can't get past. But that's it. little Yachty's fault. He picked her. I think it's dope. It's like he said he did, her description was like you know I'm just being myself. Like they want to use my photo that's on them. And Yachty was like she's raw. I don't think it's bad, Mar. I sent you the photos of her. You don't think she's a, she's a beautiful girl? Yeah, no, she's a very beautiful woman. But yes, not that photo. But not that picture. <laughs> she like what was that the Nelly band the Nelly Bandaid gold teeth. Someone had that theory online that Drake just trolls people. Like he does these cover arts recently on purpose because he wants people to just well, to they talk were, about. They were hmm. connecting this with certified lover boy and then the other shit too. Remember? Honestly, never mind. Yeah, certified lover boy, but honestly, never mind. It's her loss. Oh, like mm. a sentence. You know what I'm saying? They were trying to like, they're like, yo, there's mm. no way he's been scheming this shit for a while now. This, this, and that. How the fuck? We didn't but see this shit. And then like he hinted to to this project with the last track on fucking, uh, honestly, never mind, with Jimmy Cooks and this and I mean, that. It could be. The but only album I, that he never had like a sentence title was Views. But everything else was Thank Me Later, Thank Me Later Take Care. Nothing was the same. And then... But then more life, that's kind of like a sentence. Views is the only one is like... One word. But he did say that's for Toronto. But everything mm. else kind of gives like a theory of like, it might be all connected. Who never know with that guy? He's not going to give us an interview. He's not going to give no one an interview. Well, he will. Yeah, come on. Come on the podcast. But I, I, know. I still... <laughs> I will tell you this, though. Jimmy Cooks is still harder than any fucking track that's on that album. You think so? Oh. Yes. Jimmy Cooks is really good. That's I'm surprised they didn't put on this album, too. But I know they want to live, let it live on other album. I was like the tease of this album. Exactly. Yeah. But it's crazy how this album's still successful without Jimmy Cooks, and Jimmy Cooks still successful, and Jimmy Cooks still one of the best songs this year. I think Drake, man, people were saying that he's falling off. Certified Lover Boy wasn't great. Honestly, never mind. What is this bullshit? Hip hop's dying. People were literally saying that hip hop's dying. R&B's dead. Everything's dead. What is this techno shit? We got Beyonce doing techno. Everyone's following Drake with techno. We don't want no techno. We want, we want hip-hop. We want rap. But then people don't understand. They get in the biggest bags they've probably ever seen from doing them techno stuff. Because now sure. it's European Because that's the exact. That's what I was going to say. It's going to be ringing like, bro, Drake is covering else. everything. Drake is covering every fucking hole in the world in every pocket. Drake, don't give a fuck. Drake, come out with a Spanglish fucking oh, album, yeah. bro, and that's it. I mean, he teased uh, the one with, with uh, I has. No, I was going to sing fucking Rihanna shit. <laughs> I oh. had so much. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was it? Romeo Santos? Or, oh, no, with Bad Bunny, right? What was the Spanish one he with yeah. Drake had? That he dropped? Yeah, uh, me, uh, yeah but that was me, a while uh, ago. And yeah, then he, he, did, he, did the same shit with, he did the same shit with, uh, with uh, Romeo Santos. Yeah. The Bad Bunny one gets played in uh, clubs a lot still. Yeah. They still play that one with Drake. No, but I'm saying drop a project. Like yeah, that's his like next that? bag. That's his next bag. Shit, we're Bad Bunny. Damn. It might already be <laughs> happening because Bad Bunny already did a lot of bags himself. They got to get into that next bag next year. Bad well, Bunny he, and Drake. He said it himself, you know, uh, Bad Bunny numbers is a robbery. Yeah. Well, like, if you're going to do that, why not do get do it with, like, the best person in that category? That's, you know what it is? fucking wild. Listen, Damn. Drake. I know you've been around for longer, but you better watch out because Bad Bunny might knock your shit out. <laughs> for real. He might be bodying your shit if he continues to drop. Or Taylor Swift. I think different genres, though. Taylor yeah, Swift body and drop. Stop, bro. Stop. Yeah, Taylor Swift sells, though. We're talking about some different shit right now. <laughs> stop. Taylor Swift. Come on, Tay Tay. She lives over here, too. That's her fine. family's here. I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> <New folk. laughs> She ain't come visit me. <laughs> yeah. 
Drake's nah, gonna have number one. If, yeah. if he would have dropped last week, he wouldn't. They wouldn't have had it because Taylor Swift's numbers still are crazy. This week, I they're still I think crazy, but not three hundred thousand. He's not gonna pass Drake. Drake's gonna get it with twenty one. I think they did a favor dropping it this week, so Rihanna didn't get overshadowed because this shit's better than. And I love that Rihanna song. It's a good song. I love it. But well, that's a different I'm pocket excited, with this. Yeah, I'm excited but for did, the movie. But did they push but, it? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, for the one song, it would have oh, been tough. We gotta tough. see that movie. Was well, it like why you push it for one song though? Like no, it could have been. It wasn't finished. Well, he did say well, he, uh, forty got forty sick, got yeah. sick. Yeah, COVID. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. Joe Budden said it like he knew, like he heard, like yeah, he really did get COVID. So yeah. I mean, it worked in everyone's benefit. Whereas like anticipated it more because it was like a surprise project but now yeah. we anticipate it more because mm-hmm. like we got another week to too. wait yeah. and now we're here waiting and then mm-hmm. we get it it's good and then now they're rolling it out properly because let's talk about the rollout the promotion of this album has been very successful Phenomenal. prior yeah. to the album dropping we saw a rollout happen and people thought it was real we saw the vogue cover magazine cover and an interview with 21 savage fake it wasn't real, guys. We saw what, what, what else was what bag? was after? Yeah, what was in his bag? Oh, that was that was a video interview. But the cover, if you read the cover, it said something like Twenty One gets in depth or something with Vogue. <laughs> like you know how they have headlines like yeah. in magazine covers. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, Twenty One gonna talk some <laughs> shit. That was fake. And then what was after Vogue? Damn, that's another thing. No, 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 no. no. What's what was after Vogue? The, oh, the one the, I posted, the Howard Stern. Where he has the fucking the headband. Yeah, I posted yeah. that on on YouTube. That shit got got good views on YouTube. It got like almost eighty thousand. Yeah, on YouTube. Shout out to Drake giving us some views, views full yes. circle. But Howard Stern interview with Drake. Oh, he posted it fake parody. Then after that, it got followed by a what was it? Damn. Oh, NPR. NPR Tiny Desk promotion. Drake's doing NPR? Fake. <laughs> it had d- us all going like, what the <laughs> hell is real? He does have to he he does have to give us a fucking tiny desk though. We need yeah, all them shits. Yes. But Continue. will we ever? Probably not. What else was uh SNL? We, SNL. We saw him perform at SNL Saturday Night Live with 21 Savage. Oh my god. Fake. <laughs> Wasn't real. It was a music video though, for on some bullshit. We saw Michael B. Jordan in the beginning of that music video on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. He was like one of the most relatable <laughs> albums of all time. Her loss, Lori Harvey, her is your loss. Michael B. Jordan is a fine young gentleman. I don't know why I said that, but he is. <laughs> Creed three coming soon, yeah. and he directed it. I haven't even seen Creed one or two. Oh no, that's about it. I don't even know what you're talking about. Creed, so Creed is like a that's you know Rocky. Creed? It's like a play on um, Rocky Balboa. You know, it's Rocky, like, Rocky, his enemy, his one of his opponents was Apollo Creed. Mm. So Apollo Creed's son is Michael B. Jordan. That's the role oh, that, that uh, what's that actor good. that made, Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. Sylvester Stallone yeah. gave to Michael B. Jordan. He's like, Creed, you're going to be Apollo Creed's son. The next Balboa. Hugely successful. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now they did part two. Hugely successful. Now they're doing part three. It's becoming a new age Rocky. And it's Michael B. Jordan's like biggest thing. Michael B. Jordan's big in everything, but that's his biggest thing. Pause. I'm sounding crazy. But the third one, (laughs) the third one, he's directing it. Yeah. It's like I'm also. I gotta watch one and two. I'm. I. I gotta watch. He's a good actor. I like. He's a great actor. I like them in Black Panther. The first one was good too. Creed was was great in Black Panther. Panther. He's probably gonna be in Black Panther again in the new one. No, he died. Remember? Mm -hmm. Oh shit! Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah. He does die. Rest in peace, Killmonger. Um, (laughs) but fake SNL performance. Then we have uh, today, Color Studio, fake. 
Hmm. I thought it was real. I was like, oh, maybe one real one. Fake. The only thing that was real was the album and the cover. Everything else is fake. Yeah. But press play on the album right away, track one. 21. Can do you do something for me? me? 21. <laughs> That's real. Everything else was fake, though. But it's like, will we ever get a real version of any one of those? I don't think so, guys. Because the thing is, we have them on SNL, so we already that already existed. But then it's like, they can't do it twice. Because they literally match. If you look at it, they match the qualities of all these shits. Yeah. The color studio today, that's the only thing. Color studio, they usually use like a hard color, <coughs> like a solid red or some shit. Solid yellow. Today, they use like a gold shimmery. Hmm. But at the end, it says colors with the same font. And the title on Drake's page is color a color show. Like he's copying like as if they really did it. So I don't think they're ever really going to do it. There's no point for it for this album. For, for oh, this project What do they need They don't There's need no nothing yeah. They don't need nothing The only thing I, I would say My la only gripe with the album Was like I wish that I know it was done last minute And it happened last minute But I do wish that On the album There was some sort of like Take off Like rest in peace Some sort of homage To take off Because I know that They're both close with take off But then like Drake said Bitch I did that shit For Jay Prince Bitch I did that shit For Mob Ties So he probably doesn't Want to get mixed up And like Not necessarily picking a side yeah. But it's like How are we gonna honor him If we do say it Because he did Potentially die At the hands of Let me not say it and he, did, he did give him His little like In the respect. interview He yeah, spoke in about him yeah. I saw that That was great so, I was like That's good yeah. But I definitely was Expecting something On the album Like I'm oh sorry, yeah. They might push the album Back again I was like Oh they're pushing it Back again Or A little Tribute You know But hey we instead we got twenty one. Do you do something for me? <laughs> Yo, it's this crazy. is crazy. But I, I like that album a lot, man. Shout out to everyone that's been enjoying that album. It's been a talk of everything online. That album's taking over social media completely. Um, oh, this this will be the last topic. We can we, we can skip the rest. But Twenty One Savage has, in my opinion, almost gotten high. Off of this album Like Obviously success You're doing with Drake But he said That he can beat anyone In a versus From his Double XL freshman class He's bugging That he could just That's easy I got him Let's play the clip And let's look at the Double XL freshman yeah, class Yeah I was gonna say Let's see that list And you guys tell me If I'm bugging Bro there's some Heavy hitters on that shit bro So this was him On Clubhouse 21 Savage One of the only I mean, people that, that still uses Clubhouse And by the way my only moment ever on Twitter almost quote unquote being canceled was when 21 Savage first went on Clubhouse like a year ago, two years ago, and I screen recorded and I posted it. I was the first person online that people realized like you can screen record on Clubhouse. People were like out of me as like, I'm, oh my God, he's posting our private conversations. They tried to cancel me on Twitter. I had to make my Twitter private. Jeez. I was getting threats in my DMs. You know how stupid that is? <laughs> now look at us. Looking at the disgusting of Twenty One Savage again conversation on Clubhouse, ain't nothing. But they try to cancel me. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> motherfuckers. But I was a bit nervous though that day. I was like, yeah, let no, me just put my shit private and I stayed off Twitter for like a month. But I came back. You terms know. and conditions, yo. Know, yeah, but then they, on my Clubhouse, I think I got my shit's reported. My Clubhouse, I think I can't really use it. I don't care. I don't fuck with Clubhouse. Fuck Clubhouse. <laughs> but Twenty One Savage is still on Clubhouse. He's the only like one of the only celebrities I know that's still using this shit. But this was the clip from his Clubhouse conversation. That freshman cover beat me in our verse. Mm. Nobody. Mm. Nobody so no. Who was on that cover? Right Anderson Pack. Uh, Anderson Pack. Yes, a whole Lil bunch. Dicky. Kodak. 
Kodak the best, the only designer competition. Kodak the only one nah. that could really they smoke it. Lil Cox. Uzi and Kodak. Lil Uzi. Yeah, what was the last one? G Herbo up. So, oh, 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 oh. So, 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 so you could beat Lil Uzi? Hell yeah. Flash beat me. I mean, that, that freshman cover. Crazy. Oh, oh the- Denzel Curry? Come on. Denzel man. Curry. Denzel Curry's on. If we're doing a versus, maybe track for track, maybe not Denzel Curry, but Denzel Curry can outwrap you. So this is the double yeah, XL freshman. percent This is the cover, the double XL freshman cover. We have Kodak Black, Twenty One Savage, Davies. Anderson Pac on the bottom, on the right side above Kodak. We got G Herbo, Denzel Curry, Davies in the middle, Little Uzi, Little Dicky, Designer, okay, and Little Yachty. Versus, get, get Designer out of there. Get Yachty out of there. Get Little Dicky out of there. Who's the other people? I can't see that. Davies. It's, it's cut oh, out. Oh, G-Eazy. Oh. Where's G-Eazy? Oh, no, never mind. My bad. That's a different thing. I guess it was on the side. That's like a... I'm reading the side Who's headlines. at the bottom? Scroll down. Who's at the bottom? That's all oh, you guys can... My bad. Uh-huh. Damn. I forgot this is a different proportion. Let me zoom it out. All right, there. 21. Get Anderson and- Park out of there. And then Davies can... Davies, Lil talk- Uzi, Kodak, g No, Herbo. but Anderson Park, bro... That's so Sonic. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. And that's, Anderson that's Pac hell, yeah. by himself has hits. But the thing is, is he considered a rapper? He raps. Uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. But is this just rappers? This is double XL freshman list. If we're talking about hits, then, listen, 21 Savage has hits. 21 Savage does not have more hits than Anderson Pac. 21 Savage does not have more hits than, than Kodak Uzi. Black. 21 Savage does not have more hits than Little Uzi Vert. At least with Kodak, he's not being, for me, in my opinion, Kodak, he's not being that. Like he's, he, this, I don't think there's songs that 21 dropped that compared to some of the songs that Kodak dropped. Lil Uzi, I mean, he can't beat Lil Uzi. I still don't think Lil he's Uzi that, got bro. fucking hits, bro. Yeah, bro. The P's and Q's era and fucking on, all that bro. shit, bro. That, I don't think he's beating that era. Bro. The cool battle and the best battle would be Lil Uzi Vert versus Kodak Black. That's to be the one because that would be head to head. Everything else is like, no. Now, who has the biggest song on here ever? Designer, Panda. Or Panda. Panda's uh, the biggest song out of all of them. EXO yeah. Tour Life's up there, but Panda's Diamond. It's so. Uh, what is it? Like twenty platinum? Oh, double, 20, di- yeah. double plat, double diamond. It was like yeah, OD said it, yeah. But Panda, bro. That's it. That's but that's why Designer went on live today after last week crying. Rest in peace. Um, well, my condolences to you, Designer. But rest in peace to Takeoff. He was crying on live, and that was very sad to see. But. He was like, I'm retiring from music. But then today he took a uh, disrespect from 21. He was like, yo, it's kind of disrespectful. He was like, I fuck with you, bro. But you crazy. Like, I'll smoke you. No. Designer. No. <laughs> that one song, me. No, no. He got a couple, though, because he got oh, number two, Timmy, at least. Timmy Turner. Timmy Turner. That shit's a banger, bro. But he can't play the song. He has to play that. Uh, acapella version Because yeah. when he dropped the song It did not live up to the acapella version no. Everyone loved that acapella Oh my god That's one of the best Like preview snippet moments ever I think it was like A double XL freshman um, yeah. Freestyle too yeah, That's yeah. the crazy part The promotion too. Man But other than that 21 has hits Don't get me wrong 
Now, if we actually look at this class, it's actually a great class. This might be the best class. We never know. We, like, a yeah. class bro, this is a great class. Little Dicky's extremely still successful. Like, if we're just talking about success, not even just musically, Little Dicky has one of the most successful shows, one Everybody of the most successful comedies going, yeah. in Every, recent everybody times. Everybody there still, yeah. Yachty, we saw what he did with the Drake album, so he's getting back into his bag behind the scenes. And even that, he has that song. I took the walk to Poland. That's just huge on TikTok still. <laughs> I had forgot. He has a hit this year. We cannot say he doesn't, right? What's that hit from? Oh, that one. That, that one. one. <laughs> 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 What's up? G Herbo is G Herbo. Yeah. He dropped this album this year, Survivor's Remorse Part 1. Great album. Critically reviewed. Yeah. People fucking with yeah. it. Hits. Not necessarily. Last year, he had like a big hit that Jake Paul and people were posting on TikTok. Or it was like two years ago. But... Still respected. They're not bums. There's no bum on here. No. Dave East, he is not as relevant musically, but he's relevant as a person. He's People a know good, him. He's a good artist. He's a good actor too. He does. A, he's in. He's out mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Denzel Curry, critically reviewed, underground rapper still. Um, and Anderson Pug is Silk Sonic. This is a great class. Yeah. I yeah. think people need to revisit this class. What year was this? Twenty. Well, it was the ninth freshman, ninth annual. I don't know what year was this, but this is a ninth annual one ever. Wow, they was that young? I thought they were. They had way more. Was it tw- no, I don't want to sound crazy. <laughs> no, nah, it was. It nah, was, was. We were still in high school, like twenty. Or if, this is when yeah. Double XL freshman mattered. I think it was like twenty sixteen, maybe around 2015, 2016, I think. Let me see, twenty fifteen. Double XL freshman doesn't matter no more to me. Yeah, I get it. I still been, pay attention when it drops, but it's like there just the, hasn't been no rappers like that. Yeah, yeah they don't impact. Yeah. They don't impact. So it's like, are you guys supposed to be predicting stars? Because if you are, you're fucking up. Because if I was them, you should have been had uh, up-and-coming artists like Glorilla, etc. on it. But they're not really procrastinating. They're not, they're not forecasting the proper artists on that shit. I swear to God. Well, they didn't like... Uh, I think Don Q... 20, 2016. It was 2016 class. Mm-hmm. I think Don Q mentioned like... oh He was a double-star freshman? Nah, he never got it. But then he, he was He doesn't like, deserve it, Erlen. <laughs> nah, man, you're fucking fucking... If Davies is up there, Don Q should be right I there too. Waiting, nigga. Man. Same shit. Same shit. Just Davies is six something and Don Q's five two. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's, he couldn't be up there. He has to be in the front. Man. Nah, this shit. It's not height. But nah, it's weight. <laughs> <I'm scared. laughs> he couldn't fit the camera. Nah. Nah, bro, Don Q, yeah, yeah, legend for me, bro. Fuck these niggas, bro. Only his forehead would be visible. Yo, he's gonna DM you, uh, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put that shit on the track. Audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, Don Q, featuring Don Q, yeah. Yo, nah, but I mean, he, like, he, he I, I feel like. like for bars, bro, XSO, freshman list, like you, you look for people who can rap. He should have been up there. He was never invited. So he's like one of the artists that's like, yo, if I'm not getting invited, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Honestly, I think after this year, the shit probably fell off. And they just wasn't choosing the right people, bro. They was choosing bullshit. Like, that's, that's when social media started kind of changing into the, the fucking... This is SoundCloud. SoundCloud shit, yeah. Uzi, Kodak. 21. I, m- I missed that era, bro. No, was it? That Denzel, was Yachty. They were the SoundCloud kings. Yachty's yeah. still one of the SoundCloud kings. Got Uzi, too. Whenever they drop on SoundCloud, it still goes goes crazy. You know, uh, Poland, the Yachty song was on, on SoundCloud before it was on DSPs. Blew up on SoundCloud like crazy. Like 20, 30 million plays. It was crazy. So, man, it, it's crazy looking back at this time. But Kodak, 
And Uzi definitely would beat Twenty One Savage. Little Dicky looks like a versus Little Dicky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, a versus twenty songs. None of these guys have twenty hits. I'm telling you right now, none of these guys have twenty hits. They're too young, bro. Little Uzi yeah. might. No hell no. He got twenty good songs, but is it twenty hits? I don't think so. Dude, twenty hits is a lot of songs. Ten. If we're doing young guys, we have to do a new rule, Swiss Beats Timbaland. Ten songs only for the young guys, and that's it. It makes it a shorter battle. They go harder because yeah. they're younger. They, they, they just need ten songs, and they can make ten songs. They have it. Kodak probably has Kodak. ten Kodak, hits. Yeah. Uzi probably has ten hits. 21? I'm not sure if 21 hits ten. Now, after this album, you let this album live like a year? But... You yeah, you count can features you count, too. You can't yeah, count can, this album right away. Say, but can you count features? Yeah, yeah. That's part of the you thing. You just play his feature. Cause little Uzi. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bitch is bad, bad and bougie. You gotta play bad and bougie if I'm little Uzi. Nah. No. Nah. I don't even think he. Yeah, I don't. I don't Nigga, know. you crazy. If he plays that shit, I'm walking the fuck out. <laughs> Bad and like, bougie. If I'm a little Uzi, I can play bad and bougie. But you only oh, have one. Oh, nigga, it gotta be your own song. Like that's one verse on that shit. Like that that means that's your song. But the Is that fucking even dance song? in the video and the that's whole fine. shit I'll was like a moment. I'll be dancing to another song that, like that. That could be the DJ saying? warming it up in the in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's that's they took takeoff off and put Uzi. Yeah, they did. Remember? <laughs> Does it look like I got bad and bougie? You did. He's gonna slap you in your dreams. <laughs> Yo, no rest in peace, take off. But I love that that moment with that. Oh my, that shit was classic. Joe Budden too. Yeah. Oh my, that was classic. No, you're not playing that shit, bro. Nah, that shit. Nah, I, but I still think he can even 15 songs. You could probably like scrape up of of Lil nah, Uzi because Kodak's gonna play the PNB rock song. I feel my brother, brother, be fine. Yeah, that's, he was spinning out yeah, a, a verse a that wasn't even It's memorable Because we fucked with it At that time But if you look at That verse is trash If we're being honest But <laughs> It's a great song At that time It's yeah. P&B rock song Really though Overall so it, it was You're not gonna play it Well he's gonna play it No he's hmm. not bro It's a hit. He's gonna play Tunnel Vision He's gonna Super play Super Gremlin Super Gremlin No Flocking No Flocking, no flocking. Man, that's back He's gonna play he's gonna, um, like the SoundCloud Skrilla era and shit, bro. Skrilla, Skrilla was a banger. What about bro. that Skrilla? That's, that's hey. Skrilla. That's Skrilla. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's gonna play yeah. shit like that. Oh, the that. song with Travis Scott was a song. Uh, an Offset. Damn, I forgot that song, but people know it. It's a huge song. Zs. Yeah. Zz. Is that Z shit? Is that Z shit? I don't think yeah. The snippet was big. It blew up. Like Timmy Turner, but it wasn't as good when it came out. Yeah, nah, that shit. But it was catchy as fuck. The dance. People still do the dance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That dance is crazy. The little. No, no. The, uh, I don't want to say the word, but a uh, raptor hands. Raptor dinosaur hands. The I don't want to say that. I was going to say the other R hands. word. You get cancer on here. <laughs> but <laughs> not that word. The raptor. <laughs> they're raptor hands. <laughs> the T-Rex hands. You know. Uh, <laughs> but, man, that would be interesting. But that's the thing. Would be. Will it ever happen? I don't know what the fuck is happening with yeah, verses. They, they need to stop focusing on just older. I hate that shit, I man. Lo- I love my, my, you know, with the shit OGs. I grew up with and shit like yeah. that, but make one for like the the, the, the new younger crowd, group, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Bro. Hey, you guys gonna get mad views. Yeah. Bro, mad let's get money. to it. Remember they were hinting at the Travis Scott versus uh, Future? That would've been crazy. But it's like, hmm. Future's winning that. Future would win mm. that, but Travis Scott does have hits. He does, but come on. Future? But then he's, again, he's the younger all- guys, are we doing 20 or 10? They both got twenty. They can do twenty, but I then we got new new rules for these guys. I don't just, know if they can do twenty. Someone, some of them just won't be big ass hits like. 
But they've they they'll scrap with twenty for if sure. If they do less songs of these verses, they'll be more impactful. These verses, the battles will be more impactful because you're really narrowing it down. You're not gonna have moments where people are like, "Why are you playing that one?" Well, I played it because you made me reach twenty. But if you narrow it down to ten, no fluff, mm. straight smashes, then motherfuckers gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. And you could do it with the young guys. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking dope. So they're slacking, bro. We, you might, could, we might have to do this shit ourselves. I oh mean, they might, they might take our, oh our ideas, but even like you could have the singles category and then probably add like three feature songs behind it. But you like, could yo, do that. You could like, do that. I'm the best dude to be on a feature with too. Like, I, I don't know, some shit like that would be fun. But then if, well, if they don't have features, but but, but the, this is my thing. If they had features, it would have to be the same feature for both people, mm, the same person to make it fair. You know but they, they be doing this shit where verses that people just play records that they write. Little Yachty wrote that song for the City Girls, that hit song. What's that song? Act Up? Act Up. I think it was one of those Act songs. Up, you he wrote up, one of their yeah. hit songs. He could play. He could play that technically if no. we're if we're doing that. Mm. It's not. But a song. would that ring off with a Little Yachty City Girls song? Yeah, he's, he's gonna no, be up there shaking count. ass and promoting that song. Yeah, this is my shit, nigga. <laughs> Yeah. No. Do your thing, Yadi. Do your thing. Do your thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Twenty one. You took do your thing too seriously, <laughs> and you're trying to be out here like you can be. No, you can't beat these guys. Uh, yeah. End of discussion. Like, a, yeah. No. There's no if ands or uh. Now, if we're doing one song battles, like I said earlier, who has the biggest song here? I think it's Panda guys. I think it's Designer. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, but Especially I, I live know, bro. bro that song Against any of these songs That shit still goes dumb If it plays I ain't gonna lie Bro that song Panda That shit's pa- hard bro And he can play The version with Kanye He can play the version With Kanye Yeah That version Made it I think that version Made it even more Insane Bigger Yeah like I get bras And let him Niggas thought he was future They signed him He was so good Niggas thought he was future Bro Kanye signed him Just for that one thing For that one song <laughs> he said, I just want that one song. And he got dropped. Oh, Yo. they thought he was future. <laughs> nah, I'll put, I'll put Super Gremlin up against anything. No, no bullshit. I don't know. Nah, but, but Kodak, that's a great, I love it, but no flocking. I said, yeah, but he still got all the bangers, though, for sure. I just, damn, bro. Man, yeah, this is a great discussion. Comment down below, guys. Debate us. What do you guys feel about Facts. this XXL freshman versus 21 Savage talking crazy? Fuck, man, he's nuts, but <laughs> it might happen, so... Stay tuned. But there we have it. That's the podcast for the week. Cap, episode 57. We love you guys. Respect you guys. We appreciate you guys listening to us, watching us every single week. Stay tuned for more episodes. We got some plans cooking. Today was interesting. That casually happened. We had a rabbi in here, and it went well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are we Illuminati? You guys say we already are because our logo is a triangle, et cetera. You'll never find out. (laughs) You'll never find out. Let's leave it there. And this is Cap. Ooh. <laughs> they gon' love me for my ambition. They gon' love me for my ambition.